Okay, for the month of September. No, wait. Yes. No. No. October. No, but we played it for Play September. September. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Deviants, and welcome to Video Game Rations, a monthly book club-style video game podcast. I'm one of your Android hosts, Brian Swain. And I am definitely a human named Eric Reggert. <laughs> I uh, took the Turian test. I'm not sure what Ooh. I am. I'm still waiting on results. It's still <laughs> <waiting>. inconclusive. <laughs> My name on the docket is Nolan Lorch, though. Very nice. So. We're here to deliver your monthly dose of video game nourishment. If you're unfamiliar with us, we're a couple of friends who pick a video game every month, try to complete it, and talk about our opinions on the game for the month of September, which I can't believe it's already September and is over and it's October. (laughs) We played Detroit Become Human. Uh, Anyways, before we get into the video game conversation, we've got to cover our housekeeping. If you guys could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple podcasts. That really helps us out. Send us any feedback on the show, on the games we're playing, what games you want to play in future months. You can do that. Video game rations at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter at VG rations. And then there's a discord server. Yes, sir. Where is. you like to talk about all sorts of video game and non video game stuff. You can find the link to that in our Twitter bio. Gentlemen, yes. how, how yeah. you doing? Ooh. Good. Good. Busy. Not busy. Bad. Yes. Very busy month. Yeah. Yeah. It came came and went. Wasn't sure if I was going to make it. Oh, really? <laughs> Physically or mentally? Or mentally. Both. This, this month just destroyed my mind. Okay. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. It's all right. Uh, just how it goes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, sometimes it depends on the month. Sometimes that's right. I had and, like a real good month before this, and then it just got crazy. Yeah, and you know, in light of the rest of the world, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm doing pretty good. Okay, <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, glad to hear it. Mm-hmm. So, what uh, are you? Uh, what have you been up to? What are you playing? I have not been playing much because doesn't sound like it. No, I haven't had uh, work destroyed me this month i had back-to-back crunch projects and i did not have the mental capacity to really focus on much mm. but there was a string of nostalgic games that came out this mm-hmm. month mm-hmm. that required very little of me <laughs> um the first one being tony hawk pro skater yeah which was i i didn't i haven't played very much because again not very much time yeah uh, really fun though. Oh yeah, I love it. It's so good, and like the music, just like, uh, it feels great. great. Yeah, yeah it feels great. It's smooth. Everything's mm-hmm. melancholy. Came on, and I like giggled with <laughs> teenage glee. And then Cody was there, and I was like, Cody, can you believe this? Melancholy's on, <laughs> and she just looked at me like, What are you Who? talking about? <laughs> Is that a movie or yeah? yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what Tony about Hawk? Goldfinger being like the unsung oh, yeah. anthem. To yep. this. I didn't oh, even think absolutely. about that. It's on the it's on the main menu screen. That I mean, up. when that trailer kicks in and you got rage and it's oh, old yeah. footage it's and so the new footage. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love. Yeah, just all the updates they did in that game, just excellent. It's good. Uh, also, um, the Super Mario 
3D. 3D. All stars. All star. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I didn't really really know what the name of it was. Um, came out. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing Mario sixty four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I've almost beaten it. Oh wow! Whoa! Yeah, I got a hundred stars. Dang! Love one of my all time favorite games. Uh, really fun to be able to play it on the Switch. It's yeah. what I probably played the most this month, just because I can play like for like an hour before I fall asleep. Sure. On my handheld thing in bed it's great nice um and then uh i also have been playing uh spelunky 2 again not very much Mm -hmm. but i'm a big spelunky fan and this game is just more like really good spelunky action so it's nice awesome (laughs) classic spelunky action yeah like i was just playing the other night like just kind of mindlessly going through and just was it was good join us next week on the class on yeah. the same spelunky time for the same spo- on your <laughs> favorite right. spelunky channel right. for some I classic like, spelunky yeah i action. like that game it's it's too hard for me. it's hard it's really hard and they it it could have just been like more of the same but they really like enhanced all the mechanics and they did a good job so i'm not very far yeah so that's kind of what i've been playing brian um so I also uh, was on. I am on the Tony Hawk Pro Skater bandwagon. So far, I've one hundred percented the first game. I'm close, um, and I'm, I'm on. I'm on game two. I'm close to on one, not two. I haven't even started. I don't look up that damn downhill level. That drove me nuts. The, the hidden tape. Yeah, yeah. I had to look that one up too. The hidden tape. I knew. I know how to get there, but I cannot get over the gap. Like there's like a gap. oh yeah you where you wall ride yeah, yeah man yeah. I fall it, down every time yeah oh dude it it I got it messes me up I got that, it that's all I have left <laughs> on that level um yeah so that's been a lot of fun uh, I also am taking a little sneak peek into our game next month mm-hmm. Hades by Supergiant um I've had my eye on this game for a while since it popped up in early access because we played a lot of Supergiant games. Uh, and it's real good is all I'll say. I am so excited. I've been wanting to play it for a long time as well. And, but I wanted to wait until it was out of early access Mm -hmm. and oh, and the fact that it's on switch just even better. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then I also took a little dive into star Wars squadrons. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is also kind of a nostalgia game for me because I used to love the N64 Rogue Squadron games. Yeah. And uh, when this game was announced, I was intrigued. Yeah, it was kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, it really was. I mean, they announced it maybe three or four months ago, mm-hmm. and it's like, boom, it'll be out. Boom, it's 40 bucks or whatever. I was yeah. going to say the price tag is very uh, intriguing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I so I signed up for EA Access for just a month because I wanted to try it out. Since I'm getting uh, an Xbox next month, I didn't oh want to buy. God. I didn't want to buy it. I'm just gonna on drop it like PlayStation. That. Well, <laughs> I mean that's the reason. So in the can you can only do the tutorial missions of the campaign, and then all oh. the multiplayer is unlocked for yeah. the the ten hour trial thing. So yeah, um, yeah, I played multiplayer a couple times. It's good. You could do some cool. Cool moves and stuff. I've heard the multiplayer is excellent. It's pretty fun. It's pretty um, fun so far. I read um, Rob Zachney's review, mm-hmm. and he is a like he says that this game feels like they took 
all of the good parts of like tie tie fighter like the and then rogue squadron and mm-hmm. there's like a little bit of nostalgia for everyone mm-hmm. and he was like it's a good beginning and he hopes to see like what happens next but yeah he said the multiplayer in particular is like exceptionally good so yeah I'm curious to see what the campaign's going to be too. If it's mostly like a bunch of dog fights, or if it's kind of like uh, more like Rogue Squadron, where you'll have to like bomb some bases and do yeah. like bombing runs and stuff like that. So, yeah, curious he, to see about that. But he said that AI is really underwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do. Uh, there's a multiplayer like practice mode mm-hmm. where you can spawn in different waves of squadrons and stuff like that, um, and you can change like the difficulty on them all too. So I just nice. been warming up on that a little bit and then hop into multiplayer but yeah cool i can't wait to play it yeah i'm i'm waiting for it to be on uh games pass Mm -hmm. yeah because games pass is getting all of the ea games now right so yeah i don't want them up confused (laughs) about that whole origin thing too but i think they're just getting rid of origin and they're gonna do ea play and this is renaming it same yeah okay pretty much because I was going to say, I have games on Origin. I just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's just a rebrand to align all their all their shit. All their stuff. Yeah. Yep. Eric, what have you been playing? Oh, man. Uh, got on that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. <laughs> uh, so quick, I won't go into it, but quick note would be great if they kind of released new game packs, if they could do that with, like every couple months. Like a Tony Hawk. Three is the next the next one, and it's like a twenty dollars DLC or something. Yeah, that could be cool. I, I, that'd be interesting because I didn't play uh, Undergrounds or those mm, later ones. Yeah, because they're, they're not very good. <laughs> yeah, I, but I think they I could disagree. still. I was gonna I say like I think they could still do some of those worlds. Yeah, with this the old mechanics, unless something changed. But I mean, when do you get to go to Russia and grind the, a tank? The, a tank, <laughs> man! Come on. <laughs> Uh, and then I, I, I took a wild chance and looked at my motherboard to see what I could actually do with my computer mm-hmm. and upgraded a new graphics card and a solid state hard drive. So now I'm a PC gamer with no one yes. <laughs> converted. Nice. Yeah. Now we uh, just got to get Brian on. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> it's going to happen. No, no, no. That, that Xbox is going to get, is going to tank. Yeah. And you're going to be like, gonna... you're going to be like. Nolan, Eric, what do I do? Why would, and we'll it, be why like, would it tank? Well, because it's going to be garbage, is what I'm saying. <laughs> why is my, it garbage? My prediction of next console generation is going to be total trash, and then everyone's going to switch to PC games. No. Because yeah. everyone it's wants way that more accessible. Yeah. You're yeah. crazy. Uh, anyway, it's, I don't gotta, worry. You're crazy. I know you're not a believer right now, but I'll I'll welcome you in. <laughs> you won't be gatekeeping the, Absolutely the PC. Yeah, uh, PC I'll games like are n- gamers are nothing like, but welcoming. Home. Yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, God. They're not hostile. Or no. <laughs> uh, so I booted up Wasteland 3, mm. which is very great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, improved on everything from 2, which... Two and one and all the old fallouts were kind of all the same, and this kind of gets into more of. Tell, a- tell me about Wasteland Three. I don't. I don't know anything about these games. Uh, so Wasteland, I believe, was the first game before Fallout. Yeah, I think so. And then those devs, I believe, merged with another company, and they mm-hmm. made Fallout, and then they started the Fallout franchise mm-hmm. before. I think Fallout Three mm-hmm. was that the oh, last yeah. PC one, or Fallout Tactics or something was on PC. 
and then it turned into like the first person fallout 3 Fallout 3. yeah mm. so, so it's a i'm sorry go ahead no i was gonna say so people always wanted that nostalgia of the old ones because there's like a whole online community being like mm-hmm. like the new ones suck the old ones are the best yeah so when kickstarter came out wasteland that crew was like well we'll make another wasteland if you guys are into it mm. got the money made it basically mm-hmm. it was the same as not the same but same mechanics as wasteland one and fallout one and two and then this new one was through fig was it their first game no i don't think so but it i think it's one of the big ones for sure and they basically from the ground up remade it into like a newer engine so it's like a top-down um turn-based strategy rpg Mm. game that makes sense why Eric loves it so much. Yes. No, no, oh, it's, I'm hours, it's, hours playing it. It's so fun. Uh, I just played the demo, and then I was like, ah, I should play Wastelands 2 because I have it, mm-hmm. and I haven't played it yet. And I booted it up, and I'm like, man, 3 just seems way tighter, and it does. there's like enough of a gap in like the game that you don't really have to like play them in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, I think I'm just going to skip this and go <laughs> just play the good stuff. You nice. Know? But so. same with like the Fallout franchise. They yeah. they have so much like lore that you don't. It doesn't yeah. matter. The world ended. You're yes. part of a group. Choose one of these paths. Gotcha. Yep. They also gotcha. have made the Shadow. They did the Shadowrun oh, yeah, Kickstarters, yeah. which are really good. And then they did Battletech, which is also like a, like a top-down mech tactics game. That's really fun. Okay. So that's kind of their wheelhouse. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I, I'm just curious now with the new Boulder's Gate coming out, because Boulder's Gate is in that same world too. Yeah. I'm curious how that's going to, I am if it's changing at all or. Oh, it's, it's changing. Is it more in like the Dragon Age world? No, it's more like, a, um, <laughs> uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 is, uh, excellent turn-based, like, D&D style game mm-hmm. and Baldur's Gate 3 is being produced by them and they're making it a turn-based like strategy game but you can also like play it like you would play like old Baldur's Gate if you want to play like real time with pausing and stuff yeah no, that's the best I just I like the turn-based I'm terrible at the pausing oh, really? managing my team um Larian Studios yes they're great do you think the people, like the pausing world, because Mass Effect was a huge proponent of that when they started doing that? Like we pause and you kind of like survey the scene and then like do that. Do you think yeah. that's more accessible to players than the turn-based? Just because I... it's, qu- it's quicker combat? Because Mass Effect you could essentially play as a first-person shooter. I think it works. I think the pausing to like assign roles and tactics works better in the first person rather than the top down mm-hmm. with like five people with pretty significant skill trees and spell lists. Like it's not just like a playing like an RTS where you have like two, two things that they can do. Yeah. So I think the turn base is going to, is, uh, I think it's a good choice. Cause even like the newer fallouts, it's almost like, it's like a perk. Like you can't pause constantly like in battle right you have to like use it as a strategy to target or whatever like that's the pausing otherwise you're just like shooting yeah yeah so 
No, I think it works great for like if you're controlling pieces on a board, I think it's great. Okay. When you're doing it in first person, I like the kind of like slow motion, like assigning orders thing. Mm. But that's just personal taste. Mm. So nice. Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 comes out on the 6th. Really? Yep. Oh my God. So many games. I know. So Early access, though. Early access. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Do any part of that. Yep. Cool. Good stuff. Great. Well, uh, we went from kind of having a slow summer of gaming news and a uh, a stalemate in the so-called console war as far as who's being priced what, when, they're, when are they coming out, who's going to move first. Uh, so we'll try to go in order of events this month. <laughs> first, uh, the Xbox Series S leaked. Mm-hmm, um, yep. They announced the price. It's $300. It's pretty much an Xbox Series X. It just doesn't do 4K, which is good. It has a, it has different components in it, too. It's very... No. It has, it's all the same. Different components, but the specs are... The, the processor's slower. Well, the graphics card is different. It's the same. Uh... Well, I, I'll, it, it performs the exact same. Yeah, it just does not output 4K. I think they're so like, they're specced up about the same level, but yeah, the hard hard drive is the same. S, yeah, Series S. Really, I think I think the just the the processor on the GPU and CPU are a little bit slower, um, and that's the main difference is it's a fourteen forty p Xbox instead of. Did you get the S? No, I got the X. Okay, because I have a four K TV. Oh, and, that's right. And wanted the disc drive. So they announced that the price is three hundred bucks, um, which is a pretty dang good price in my opinion. Yeah. If you want to get in on next gen and if you don't care about four K, and I have seen some some studies where only about like thirty percent of people have four K TVs. So yeah. if you want to get into the next gen, that's a pretty good pretty good price. How do you think that works? Because I have an upresed four K, probably only ten eighty. The GPU power has twelve teraflops, and the GPU power. For the S has fourteen. Four. Fourteen. What? So four. It's four. Series S or X? The Xbox Series S has four. This is why the naming convention is fucking. Yeah, Xbox cool. Series X has twelve. Yeah. I'm not gonna pretend like I know what teraflops are. Yeah. But does that just like directly impact 4K capability? That's what it sounds like from everything I said. It sounded like everything was pretty much the same, just the output resolution. Gotcha. I imagine there'll be some probably differences between loading times and all that stuff, but yeah, I mean that's confusing part. Just me directing a question at Brian, like he's gonna know it too. Yeah, uh, the whole like new TV capabilities, uh-huh. new system capabilities. When someone's saying like, "Oh, we could do 8K," you're like, "Well, no one's got 4K, so it's, Dude, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be a while before it's like standard across the board." I think. Yeah. Also, I can tell you from looking at the specs right there. Those consoles will not do fucking 8K. Yeah. Uh, well, 16... I mean, there that was the the new card that just came out the 3080, 3080, 3090. Yeah. Like, aren't those direct 4K? Yeah. And that's and just now happening in PC. Yeah. And consoles are typically like a generation behind PCs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I think isn't the thing with that card targeting 8K 60 frames per second? And I imagine, like, eventually, if, yeah, eventually, I think yeah. that's what, yeah. 
Um, but like just along the same lines, like Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is is a pretty much a launch game, and that is 4K 120 frames, which is pretty nice. cool already. So. That's awesome. Um, so anyways, uh, Series S leaked, the price leaked, the pictures leaked, uh, Microsoft confirmed it and said pre-orders are going to start this day, which I can't remember what day it was, like a right. week, week ago or something. Yeah, it was like, like a week out from that leak. Yep. So then uh, Sony's, all of a sudden, they're going to have a video stream, uh, which was, I don't know, 40, 50 minutes or something like that, mm-hmm. showed some, some games, uh, I think. It was mostly games we've all seen before, but it kind was of story um, trailers yeah. for the games we've seen. A little bit more in depth. Yeah, I did not watch that. It was like gameplay for the Spider-Man game. Um, what was the other big one? Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Demon yeah, they Souls. showed they showed a lot of that running around. And you're like, oh my god, dude! Like, it I looks love it. it looks great, but you're like, it looks so good. <laughs> I think we saw some Sackboy. Yeah. Um, some other ones, but uh, so they dropped the price. Uh, 500 bucks for a standard PS5 with a disk drive, $400 for an all digital edition. There's a lot of weird details left out of the presentation, like Demon Souls being a launch game yep. somehow was not mentioned in the video. They didn't uh, mention a lot of stuff. They didn't even mention like the difference between the two consoles, right? For like specs. Yeah, is that like, they, it, it was later? like confirmed later that the only difference is that one doesn't have the disk drive. Um, they didn't say when you could pre-order it <laughs> or anything like that. There's a bunch of weird stuff. And then there was a mistake with uh, some of the messaging around Demon Souls being available on PC and then some other game that it was going to be available on PC. And then they're like, oh, wait, no, they're not going to be on PC. But people are like, they're probably going to be on PC. <laughs> Just they want you to buy PlayStation 5 first. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the fact that Spider-Man Miles Morales is going to be on the PS4 the same date that it comes out on PS5. Yeah, that was very uh, not mentioned in yep. anything. Um, and then also in the press release after the <laughs> the press release video, they announced that all their next-gen studio games are going to be $70 that come from sony so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a steep price but you know like i mean every podcast i've listened to um from like game over greggy just uh-huh. gonna yeah drop that small name there uh they've been saying like if you want this stuff to go forward in advance it's gonna like their surprise games aren't a hundred dollars mm. and so what they've done is they've made like these bigger companies have <clears throat> made these like weird seasonal games and then they've kind of tried to supplement you with DLC mm-hmm. instead of doing it all at once. Mm-hmm. So essentially you're going to pay that bigger price. It's just long term. Right. You're going to pay it. Or right. well, we'll see. If if you pay like $70 and then they're like also DC coming in 3 months, DC. DLC. 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 Excuse me. DLC coming in 3 months. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, think of something like um, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Oh, that was well, just that's a ba- all free. No, I know that was just a base price, and yeah, that is a definite outlier, though. True. There's not many companies that keep supporting their game for that long without asking for yeah a more, more money. money. And it's so. yeah, uh, 
so uh, I guess moral of the story is some uh, developer developers and publishers are sticking with 60. Some are doing 70 and sounds like all the Sony worldwide studios. If it's a full game, it's $70. Will it be 70 on PlayStation four? Uh, no, or it's just, 60. Okay. Well, if we're talking specifically Spider-Man, it's already a smaller game, so it's cheaper. Right. But all like their larger titles are. Yeah. They didn't say that specifically, but all their ones that are coming out on release day are $70. Damn. Yeah. And then, oh, there's a mix of third-party games that are 60 bucks and similarly priced. Remember Greatest Hits were like 20 bucks. Dude, I was just thinking that. I was like, oh, man. Remember they still Greatest have Hits? They still yeah. have them. I loved it. That was like the only games I could buy when I was younger. I tried to buy Silent Hill 2 for PlayStation 2 recently, mm-hmm. and apparently that game is kind of rare. And yeah. And it's like over $100 to huh. get on PlayStation 2. So, Eric, you should have held on to it. You fucked uh, I think I gave it to Kevin. Hit up Kevin. I think I gave him all my PlayStation 2 stuff. I got to hit him up. (laughs) So then uh, after the video, uh, shortly maybe an hour or two, people are like, you know, when can we pre-order? When can we we pre-order? And of all people, Jeff Keighley (laughs) tweets out that uh, pre-orders will start tomorrow. And it's like, what? Or some tonight. Well, (laughs) yeah. And then Walmart tweeted and like, who says we should wait till tomorrow? They're live now. And then Best Buy went up, and then Target went up, and then Amazon went up, and before you knew it, they're all gone. I like. I don't think any of them actually went up on the day that. No, none of them did. Keely uh, said, "I think some went through Sony's on the invite only thing a couple days later." Yeah, they said they said those ones would be announced later, but they had a uh, set stock, I think, for yeah. them. That's why I don't know how the retailers figure out their stock because they, they must have X number. Yeah, they, yeah. But then they drop, they time the releases so you can do it multiple days. Because um, some of them, Target was coming out for like three days. Yeah, my guess is on, on that because sometimes like some additionals do come up. Either that orders get canceled or mm. cards get declined or something like, or like somehow just their inventory frees up like, you know, maybe they capped it at this much. It got sold out somewhere still in people's carts or something like that. And then they reassess and then, you know, the next day, whatever's left goes up. Because there was even that, I think one of them posted like, hey, the special editions are still available. Like yeah. $800 ones. Because those are the ones that aren't flying off the shelves right away. $800 whatever PlayStation the PlayStation special, The one with like the headset and all the. Oh, the, the bundles. The bundle. The bundle yeah. rears. Okay. <laughs> You're talking about the gold-plated one? Yeah, the $12,000 one. <laughs> so uh, people were up in arms about that. Um, I found a really interesting thing on, they were, I believe, talking about it on IGN that, you know, they have all their affiliate links on their website because they make commission from yeah. selling, directing stuff. Um, and they can tell how many people click on it and what orders actually go through. And about 1% of the PlayStation 5 pre-orders through IGN were the digital one. Huh. So the kind of conspiracy theory is that, you know, of course there is the digital one. There's going to be a lot more available later. But at launch, you know, if somebody can't get the digital one, they're going to be like, well, I'm going to get the, the $500 one and, and not wait. So it's kind of just like a marketing thing to have like a lower priced box oh mm-hmm. um of course sony makes more money because you can only buy games from sony yeah. at that point 
but it was kind of interesting that there's only there's only so few available. That is a very small number. Yeah. I heard so many like um, reporters and like people who cover like game journalism saying like they love that the series S was priced so low because there is low income families that still want to you know purchase and buy this stuff and mm. that's super low and it came with how much like a more than a month of game pass and something like it yeah they usually come with like some amount 14 days or yeah. something i mean there's the one month deal for every anybody right now so you, you probably just get on that and then but that's like 100 plus games and oh yeah you you got the lower system yeah. you're playing a oh yeah stuff. uh actually a quick little caveat it, while the hard drive is the same specs in as far as this read and write speeds and stuff like that it's actually a 512 uh meg hard drive gig for playstation yeah gig uh no for the series s, s. oh it is yeah it's a oh. small smaller hard drive man i and then xbox tweets out a little little bit more of a joke where it's like well don't worry guys you'll know exactly yeah. what time they go up which you did um but the day before that happens, big news drops that Microsoft acquired acquired Zenimax Studios for seven point five billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but that's million with a B, <laughs> uh, which gives them Bethesda, twelve, Elders, 12 new yeah. studios, ID Software, a bunch of other ones, Ar- uh, Arcane, Arcane. Oops. No, Obs- they already had a obsidian, yeah. Um, Big yeah. huge games. Uh, yeah, so that's that's huge news in the world of of video games. Yeah, and not consequentially, the day before the Xbox pre-orders. <laughs> so supposedly Sony Power was move. pushing to get that too. I I did see that. There's a rumor that they were inquiring on buying. No, no, no. Sorry. They were trying to make Starfield a system exclusive. Yeah. They were trying to get the rights to that. Oh. And Sony and apparently Microsoft was like, well, we'll just buy the whole yeah. thing. But it doesn't just happen in a week or two. I imagine they've been no, working this no. out for a long ass yeah. time. Um it's pretty big. What do you guys what do you guys think about uh that acquisition? Cool, but sucks in yeah, some regard. Good. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be great when I have Game Pass. Uh and I can play all of those games for ten dollars a month. Yeah, but also I don't want to see all studios get eaten up by <clears throat> yeah these massive compu- these massive machines. Yeah, so yeah, um, I would say bittersweet. I think there is mm-hmm. a, a lot of that kind of sentiment going around too, and it's kind of interesting with talking about Microsoft just because. We they have said that they're going to evaluate exclusivity on a game by game basis. I've seen theories that well, it's not theories, but people some some people think well if they spent seven and a half billion, of course they're going to make them all yeah. exclusive. But they also bought um, the Minecraft studios, and those are on literally everything. Yeah. Well, you couldn't take those off. Oh, I know that anything. I don't think they're going to be. I don't think like Elder Scrolls is going to be exclusive. Right. Some people do though. Is is it all I'm. Just weren't they saying like they're gonna they're gonna be basically coming out with four games on all generations here in the next even though the deal is not gonna happen until like mid that's when it closes yeah that's like when the final cash changes hands but i'm I'm sure it's already you know yeah 
Typically when these things happen, like EA and Activision, Mm -hmm. your games, you lose a certain level of charm Mm -hmm. that the studio, like maybe you appreciated from these studios in Mm -hmm. lieu of, well, we just need to pump, churn this out because so we can sell it, obviously. The more corporate, like beholden to shareholders type of thing. I mean, like Bioware's gone. Like their yeah. games suck because EA and yep. Activision is notoriously just runs people into the ground. Right. So Bungie escaped Activision, which it sounds like they kind of regretted hope, doing that. Well, <laughs> hope, yeah, yeah, Blizzard, Activision. They hopefully we'll see with like the next string of uh, changes to their game, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, it's I'm not. I, it's hard to tell at this point. I'm not the biggest like Microsoft in general fan. Mm -hmm. I've never been a huge fan of the way they've kind of handled things in general. Mm -hmm. I don't like Xbox fine. Like that's cool. I like Mm -hmm. games on it and I like uh, the system and everything, but like them as a corporation, I've never been a big fan. Yeah. The reason I like Sony games is because I find their games to be a little more interesting. They're weird. They're weird. And Xbox exclusives have, Never really grabbed me. Uh, I'm not like a huge Halo fan or uh, Gears. Gears. Like that's really the only game I would say like I really like from uh, like a Microsoft Studio is uh, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, you know, like that's like the most interesting one. So which was the fact that which is rare. Yes, but the the fact that they're getting some different studios in Mm -hmm. like that's cool. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see them like expand and maybe come up with some interesting games. But, and I think to your point is, you know, people say that's kind of the big knock on Xbox is that they don't really have, uh, as far as the exclusive games, not much variety, right? Not much, uh, interesting things going on. So that's why they've been on this purchasing spree to really build up their library, library of games. So, um, you hope they can kind of step away while also pumping money into it. That's, yeah, that's the hope. I think that was kind of one of the most interesting things I was reading about it is that Bethesda, um, from a, like a financial viewpoint, has kind of been struggling lately because their games, like Dishonored Two, was on a lot of people's like Game of the Year. That's uh, our list. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bethesda, the, oh, the, the whole, whole yeah. Zenimax Umbrella. thing. Gotcha. Uh, Zenimax as, as a whole um, was struggling. Like, they didn't sell a lot of copies, but a lot of people loved it. Doom Eternal hasn't sold as well as the first Doom, even though everybody says it's a much better game. Mm-hmm. I've heard um, it's the opposite, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> and, like, so they were saying, like, you know, that even being under the Microsoft umbrella, there's a lot more financial backing that they yeah. can keep making like right. all these like crazy games yeah. and kind of do whatever they want. That's actually one of the things I'm worried about for Arcane specifically mm-hmm. because Dishonored was amazing. Dishonored 2, I hear, is incredible. Mm. I have it. I've just not played it yet. Mm-hmm. Prey 2 is really good. Um, or pray, I guess it's just, pray. it's just pray. Yeah, it's yeah. like a reboot, yeah. reboot of the, but those games are not big. Mm. Like those aren't games for everyone. Yeah. And 
if Microsoft takes that studio and goes like, well, we like your games, but let's don't let's like make it for the majority. Yeah. Like I'm going to be fucking pissed. Yeah. Like I want them to have the freedom to keep making these weird ass, like niche games. Yeah. And, and of course this could be kind of like PR speak, but Phil Spencer and uh, Todd Howard have, they've, the way that they've talked about it is that they are going to have kind of creative freedom to do whatever they want and that they'll even be like publishing their own games. It's Microsoft. It's just a Microsoft. Owned that's I hope so. Thing. I, so, I hope that's the case. I Todd Howard so has also betrayed me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, and I think another interesting take I heard too, was that the franchises that are kind of, that are known entities now, like elder scroll and fallout and stuff, those will be open on, you know, other platforms so like PlayStation and stuff like that. But any new franchises that pop up could, they could be exclusive because they don't kind of have like this huge audience behind them already. Like Starfield could potentially be an exclusive, yeah. which is another kind of interesting I well, I know very little done. about that game besides nobody like, knows anything. There's yeah. only there's only been a title a title card. <laughs> That's what I, we when we were talking about this like acquisition. We were talking about Starfield, and I was like, "What is known about this? game? Nothing. Like literally nothing." <laughs> and people are I think so they, jacked about it. I think they just put their billions behind this unknown title to get it as an exclusive. Yeah, it'll be yeah. interesting. It's going to be. It's one of the definitely one of the. I've kind of taken a step back because I'm like dude, I don't really care about the war right now between these two consoles. Yeah. It seems to be a, mostly a stalemate and now prices have been released and there's still shenanigans. But this acquisition was like, oh. That's big news. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. So I think I ended up with two Xbox Series Xs <laughs> uh, potentially coming my way. Uh, but it's official. I'm I'm switching from PlayStation to Xbox this nice. this gen, mm-hmm. at least to start. I'm thinking I will probably just do my PC thing. That's kind of and probably get a digital. That's a big crow. The the digital only PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna wait a while because it sounds like everything's basically gonna be on PS4 at least till first quarter's done. Yeah. I mean, who knows when Horizon Forbidden West comes out, which they also announced will be on PS4, which that blows my mind. Blows my mind too, because that means it has to come out in the first quarter of next year, wouldn't it? Well, I don't think I it don't necessarily. Think so. No, I mean, well, why you're like mid. I mean, the first year of console releases are always a little slow. Yeah, like you only get it if you're kind of a like a nerd for that kind of stuff. I, I think I bet that is a no. I bet it doesn't happen on PS4. I, I think PS4 has such a big base that games like spider-man miles morales and horizon forbidden west are they're gonna sell buku copies if it's on both yeah so i think that's really what it comes down i mean my opinion i think people will buy playstations to play demon souls too yeah because not a lot of people play demon souls and now the Souls series is pretty popular yep and it looks great Mm. so I mean, that's a good get. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I've never have really been exclusive to one uh, like system or another. Kind of just go Same. whatever uh, is, is feeling good at the moment. Uh, Xbox Series X being the more popular or the sorry, the more powerful console. Um, and, you know, obviously play a bunch of uh, 
triple A uh, games from third party developers and stuff. And then we'll see what happens with the PS5 and probably pick up a digital one to see. Wait for that slim boy, man. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going to the slim. No, I mean it, it would that big. It ones. would be like a, a year or two, probably. You know, and if they have some dope exclusives that I feel like I need to play, yeah. then I'll pick some up. But what or a... no, nah, I'm uh pretty pretty stoked on the stuff that Xbox is doing this generation yeah. coming up. That really seems like it's they're kind of doing the stuff that I think next gen would be as far as like feature wise and like just a lot of like quality of life type improvements that are going to make sure gaming more accessible. Yeah. And this is stuff they've been pushing for a long time. That wasn't the like norm. Yeah. And now it's the norm. Yeah. And so that's, that's the interesting thing. Like the cross cross play and okay, uh, cross play is so freaking cool. Dude. It's no, just I know like Sony been... like a year ago was like, no, we're never doing that. And everybody yeah. was like, we want cross. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. I agree. Um, but even like, I remember when X or Xbox announced the kind of like the smart delivery thing, like your cross. Oh, I remember when they were saying it was digital only and it was like tied to your Xbox and you couldn't share games. You're that talking was... about the last one. I'm talking yeah. about smart delivery. The, oh, I thought that one... was like in no. conjunction with that. Nope. Hmm. Like, that was like the. You're talking about the Xbox last one. generation. You did the same thing like two know. or three episodes ago. <laughs> Well, you get with the I can't keep area. up with their terminology for everything. Dude, honestly, it's hard. I can't either, man. Uh, anyways, what I was going to say about it was just that, like, you know, whatever system you're playing on, like, you're playing the best version of that game, which I kind of just figured was, like, some marketing speak and, like, your saves going between whether if you have, a like, an Xbox One at home and a Series yeah. X at home, like, your saves go back and forth. But then Sony's running into all these issues with, like, Potentially, your saves between PS4 and PS5 games may not yeah, work. Yeah, that doesn't back make any sense. That's kind of what I think yeah. too. But then I was like, okay, so maybe Microsoft was spot on with creating this smart delivery type of yeah speak. Um, but yeah, we got cloud saves now. Yeah, it, it, we're <laughs> in a next gen of consoles. Yeah. you know, I'm not I'm not asking for my memory card from my old thing to be plugged into my new thing. It's just weird. It's weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. And get nobody it. knows how backwards compatibility compatibility is going to work on a PS5. Like, are you getting any benefit from playing your old games on your PS5, or is it just? And then, I guess what people are saying is they're not sure if the saves might be locked on a PS4. So if you're playing a PS4 game on your PS5, your save might not transfer over either. Um, so it's just weird. Hmm. So before we become human. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh the snack minute oh wait i i know what it is i do know what it is what is it it's powerade it's blue powerade blue powerade that's a pretty good idea it's an endangered species chocolate for the uh endangered species of androids uh, more news to come, uh, but I did get a chocolate bar in the game. Huh. Did you get it? Did you buy a legal, illegally harvested chocolate? No, I mean it's, this? it's probably benefits. Uh, yeah, I think species. it's fair trade. Let's look, ten percent of net profits save our wildlife. Okay, nice, um, nice. More to come. I thought you were saying it was like illegally obtained. Uh, yeah, I like- got this from uh, <laughs> some rhino poachers. <laughs> oh my. Nice. This must be a, some sort of hint to your ending or something like that, perhaps. 
No words. <laughs> uh, for the month of September, we played Detroit Become Human, which originally came out April 24th of 2018. It is developed by Quantic Dream. It was released on PlayStation 4 and eventually on Windows. It's got a meta score of 78 in the critical department and a user score of 8.7. To start off, we have a question from Jacob over at the Left Behind Games Club podcast. What other Quantic Dream games have you played before? We all played uh, Heavy Rain together. Yes, we did. Yep. Actually, with a a few other people, too. I think, Mm -hmm. do we do it one sitting or do we do it? Oh, no couple sittings i think we all played our own game but it was all at the same time mm-hmm. on, i never owned on it. Uh, brian or chris's playstation oh that would make sense yeah mm-hmm. um that's then, all that's the only one i've played and then the other one what was the other oh. what's the other one beyond two souls yeah you play i've that? played the majority of beyond two souls i the did edit? not like it the edit yep okay. the re the re edit I did not enjoy it, so I stopped playing it. And then I also played Indigo Prophecy. I think that's what it's called. Which I don't know if that's a Quantum. I was gonna say Dreams I game. don't see that on their list. But of I games. think that's a David Cage game. Uh, uh which was an old PC game. It also goes by another name. Fahrenheit <laughs> is the other name. Oh, of okay. I do see Fahrenheit on yeah. there. It was also, I think, when I got played it on PC, it was called Indigo Prophecy. Mm. Same style of game. Yep. Uh, Known it, as Indigo Prophecy in North America. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So um, that is a game where it's a little different. Um, I think you only play one character, and you wake up at the beginning at the stage of a murder, Ooh. and it has like a psychological mechanic. So Mm. you have to manage that throughout. Mm. Otherwise you kill yourself a bunch of times. That sounds really great. Yeah. It's, it was, I don't know. I don't remember that much about it (laughs) to be honest. Uh, But I think I got myself into a corner where my sanity was low and I couldn't continue. Mm. And I was like, I think I'm, I think I got the gist. Interesting. But Heavy Rain and this and Beyond or Detroit are the only ones that I've completed. Okay. So I will say Heavy Rain, the aspect of having like the kidnapping being the overall thing mm-hmm. helped that game. Um, compared to this had a lot of different storylines, mm-hmm. which we'll talk through. But uh, right. just from that background, I was like, oh, that was like I kept thinking about that when I was playing this game. Mm-hmm. I was like. Am I solving a murder? Like, right. is that? Mm. Um, yeah. So I think that was me coming into it. I thought it was be one cohesive thing I'd be solving. Sure. Mm. Gotcha. I do remember from the promotional material that you played as multiple androids, um, and I kind of fi- figured it was going to be a heavy rain style type of game where there's a lot of button prompts and decision trees, oh, absolutely, and all that type of stuff. So. I kind of knew what I was getting into into uh, this game. Yeah, what me too. I, yeah, okay. Mechanically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just a quick little synopsis from Wikipedia: the plot follows three androids, Kara, who escapes her owner to explore her newfound sentience and protect a young girl, Connor, whose job is to hunt down sentient androids for the company. 
Cyber Cyber Life. Yeah. Cyber Life. And Marcus, who (laughs) devotes himself to releasing other androids from servitude. Yep. Yeah. Um, Do we talk about which kind of... Because you you start with a hostage situation in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Detective mode. The first three chapters are Connor, Kara, and Marcus. So you you get the first three pretty quick. Yep. Mm Um, do we identify with one of those storylines more than the other? And kind of where do we want, like, in our heads when we started this game, mm-hmm. where do we want those stories to kind of go? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big open-ended That is a big question. question especially- yeah, I mean, we could even take that up to Act 1 where you kind of know. Yeah. I mean, there's not a definitive Act 1, but you kind of yeah. know where that's that's at. Um, I would say, like, at the beginning, I... I liked playing as Connor the best because uh, of the detective sequence. I thought it was really cool and a fun game mechanic. Um, you know, identifying all the very obvious <laughs> clues. Which yeah. Was he very, was shot it's a like second a, ago. Yeah, it's like a gun case, <laughs> and it's like the gun is missing. But I, I liked playing that. And then um, in my playthrough of that first hostage situation, uh, Connor didn't survive. Oh, Same. Um, nice. I saved the girl, but I essentially saved the girl and tackled the guy off off the building. Yes. Yeah, and I was like, "Damn, I didn't." I thought that was kind of the end. Of I it. thought that was. I end thought of I killed that, that character. character too. That's I was exactly in the same yeah. world. Yeah. Um. And then Kara, I did not care about that bit of story where it's like an abusive, uh, drug addict of a father in this. He apparently killed his android or something like that, or pushed it in front he of pushed a car, her in front of a truck, in truck. front of a car or yeah. something like that, and he had to go pick her up. So it's like this guy's just like an abusive asshole. Cool. Um, and then Jesse Williams' character was interesting because he belonged, or sorry, not Jesse Williams. That's the actor Marcus. who played it, Marcus. <laughs> My wife kept referring <laughs> to the him real, as, uh, yeah, because she's a big Grey's Anatomy fan. Um, I mean, those eyes are dreamy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, where dreamy. where he is um, a caretaker of an older artist um, in which the, the artist is encouraging uh, Connor's kind of... Curiosities? Curiosity and artificial intelligence and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to see what he can do. And so I thought that was pretty interesting that he was kind of like nurturing along this android into becoming its own person that character also um was one of the only characters for me that felt like they had any significant like world building Uh uh-huh like he had was like this old man. Yeah. He had lots of tattoos. He looked like an actual person. Yeah. Where you could take any other character in this game yeah. and replace them with someone else. Yep. And there's no identifying, like, they don't look lived in at all. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, his house is interesting. There's like things to look at. Mm-hmm. The character's like interesting. You can like see signs of a life here yeah 
and I, I I enjoyed that part. He was the only one that didn't seem like a, just a full blown stereotype of that type of character, right? Besides him having a drug addict son who only wants money. Yeah, I I had yeah. made I had major beef with how that story ends up, which we'll get to mm. later. Um, major beef, major beef. Yeah, not a not a big fan of that. Okay, okay. <laughs> of that storyline. Um, so much so that I changed how I played oh, to get this other ending. Damn. Okay, so this is you're baiting us with this question. I might here. be. Yeah, yeah. You I might are. be with the snack. Wow. I might be with the Ulterior snack. I might motive. be with a lot of things. Yeah. Cool. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I identified the most with Connor. Mm-hmm. Uh, not identified like one to one with him personally, but I felt like his directive was very straightforward like we're gonna solve these murders gonna keep doing it Mm, make make friends with hank as much as you can to be personal with him uh and then kind of get through with the directive Mm -hmm. so that that to me was like the most straightforward uh just sounds like i want to be a cop sheep yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's what you're saying (laughs) yeah no kidding um no but in general this game you can kind of it's kind of broken uh from a story point like right in the beginning because essentially like the way to become a deviant in this is to like not do your protocol or whatever yeah but essentially like it tells you from the beginning like solve this murder uh-huh. and i can just fucking walk out the door and do something else <laughs> sure <laughs> like isn't that well sen- you can't though well no i know that there's walls there's, like pr- things pr- stopping you from doing yeah. that but, but yes. I could meander enough. I could deviate from the objective enough where something else would happen. Right. So I'm essentially sentient from the beginning. Yeah. Without it, breaking that. Right. That no, wall. there there is a little bit of uh, what I forget what they call this in video games, like, um, where it's like in like Naughty Dog games where. You kill waves of yeah, enemies, yeah. and then yeah. your character like tries to act like he has emotions, and you're like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. um, that's the same kind of thing with here, like where the game's like baiting you to be like, "You have a, you don't have a choice, or do you?" Kind of thing, and you're like, "Well, I mean, I decide what." Yeah, I'm yes, I'm outside <laughs> yeah. this game deciding. But that's an issue with all choose your own adventure games. Yeah, so. No, I, once you get past that, I was kind of like, oh, okay, let me let me yeah. let me decide how I want to play each character and mm-hmm. see where their outcome. So, uh, as far as like who I identified with, I want to save it for the end because um, I didn't identify with any of these characters oh, at the beginning. Interesting, but I will. I do. Did you develop some bonding? <laughs> uh, not really, but I do have a dark, bleak take on this game and our current. Uh, political view and Ooh. who I identify with as not a good thing. Ooh. So we can um, talk about that later. I see. So did you get prompted in the beginning to do the survey from Chloe, the AI? Uh, no, but I went to the settings and did the survey. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. Cause I, I, that's what I was going to jump into. I was like, would you allow an Android to like watch after your kid or like the relationship right. thing? Yeah. So that's why I was wondering. Cause if you're saying you weren't identifying with them, I'm wondering like when, when you were taking the survey, were you kind of taking the game in consideration or just life 
choices in consideration. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because mm-hmm. um, I didn't get prompted that for a good while. I think it's based on your the amount of how you split the game up, like how many times you start the game, like from that screen. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you did it in like three or four settings, it was probably like you know my sixth or eighth sitting playing it or something like that where that popped up. Yeah, it didn't have. It didn't prompt me at all. I I just like was going through the settings and looking at art and yeah. stuff. And it was like, take a survey. I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, before you play, would you mind taking yeah. a survey? And I was like, yeah. Yep. Okay. I just, the, some of the results are pretty funny, like in context with the game too, mm-hmm. where you're like, uh, like one of them's like, would you consider a relationship uh, with an Android that looks like a human? And it's 65% mm-hmm. of the people. And then, the next question, do you think that technology become a threat to mankind? It's 72%. So it's like those two like clash so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the first two questions and you're like, it's almost the same percentage. And you're saying like, oh, I'd love to have an Android as a friend, but also they're going to kill and murder me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's one is like, would you have a relationship, right? Yeah. If, and the other one is, could they become dangerous? It's like, well, of course they could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything could become dangerous. It's true. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Um. So let's talk about the game mechanics, how mm-hmm. the game works, how you play through it, the controls, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is obviously not the first time I've played a game like this. Mm -hmm. So I know what I'm going to expect. Mm -hmm. Uh, So as far as like controls go, not my favorite. Uh, Do I find them tolerable? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't mind touch controls. Like when you're swiping to, if it like touch controls, don't bother me when you're doing like the swipe on your, like when you pick up the newspaper or whatever, Mm. that stuff's all fine. Yeah. Um, the only ones that really trip like fucked me up was the um, the motion control, like moving the controller. Right. I do not. I don't understand controls like that. No. Like if I'm playing a VR game, I want motion controls. If I'm sitting on my couch trying to relax, yeah, I am usually got my feet up. I have a bowl of chips in my in my arm. I can't be doing like yeah. lifting my hands oh and moving my, yeah. them all over. Yeah. There was times like where in like quick time events where you would be doing um joystick controls, mm-hmm. which were fine, mm-hmm. like joystick direction. And then they would throw in a random controller move. Yeah. It's like Ah, why? Like, there's no reason. <laughs> no, except for to fuck me up. No, I hate. I hated that. Yeah. So, but bes- besides that, like, the only other time that it really bothered me was like, your guys move so slow. Oh my yeah. god. There's only like so, two chapters where you run. Yeah. So it's like, slow. give me a run button, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you have no, you have no controls. You have yeah. no options here. Like the moving no. the guys around was fine too. Like that didn't bother me either. But. Yeah, just like give me a let me press L two mm-hmm. or let me press L two R two back and forth if you want to simulate a run. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. do that if I can move a little faster. Yeah. Oh, the crawling, hold down L one, and then you have to wait till 
L2 or oh, yeah, R2 yeah. comes over or whatever and you're like and then maybe it, or, maybe and then you're holding the controller in like a certain way and then it's like you're like holding the joystick up on the right joystick and then it's like okay now now tap triangle as fast as you can you're like I'm going to take my left arm and move it over yeah. and cross it over to the button and push it yeah it's like that makes no sense no I 100% agree. So I don't know if we really touched on if if you listeners haven't played the game, but you're pretty much walking around and then decision trees and stuff and just a lot of like random button pressing and holding and combination yeah. of buttons like you were kind of saying. But it seems like there's no rhyme or reason for what button it is. Yeah. Like if one was yeah. like a universal grab or open yeah. Oh, yeah. or something like that. And then there's so many random parts where like you start a chapter and it's like, okay, there's one specifically one where it's like help make a barricade and you have to like push a car. So you're like holding L2 and then it's like hold R2 and then it's hold circle Mm -hmm. and hold X. And I feel like I am just putting a crank into my PlayStation 4 and just cranking it just to keep the story going. There's so many sections like that that just drove me absolutely nuts yep some sometimes where it's like just for an example part that i thought was really cool was he when he was in the junkyard and you're kind of like pulling yourself out like along the ground i was like okay this feels yeah kind of normal but dramatic yeah Mm -hmm. but when i'm like rowing a boat and it's like row yeah and the motion stops and then row and i'm like or it's like hold these three buttons awkwardly to initiate the rowing yeah. and then he yeah. just like it goes into another cutscene. Yeah. you're like i could have you could have just been like tap x yeah to row yeah and i would have to do that from the whole thing it's I, so stupid yeah i came out of playing heavy rain like oh this is a this is a really cool game like i really enjoyed my time with that game mm-hmm. but just the format of this game in general where you're just constantly just doing that button pressing and stuff i don't know if it's the story or something else, but it just feels so antiquated now. Yeah. And I think maybe since heavy rain was in 2010, but the way that stories are told through video games and like set pieces and stuff like that, this just feels yeah ancient. Uh, I will also say like in this, in like cutscene, like, when things are supposed to be like a heated moment and you're yeah. supposed to hit a button. Yeah. That stuff. I yeah, actually like that stuff. Yeah. It's fun. Oh no, 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 no. It's cause you're bad at it. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, <laughs> yeah. that, no. yes. Um, the other thing I liked was like, there's like the time when you're chasing the deviant. Oh yeah. And you're Connor. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's like, choose a path. Yeah. I like that stuff yeah. too. Like that felt good. Yeah. Um, and like weighing like the, like, do I save this person or do I mm-hmm. like let them go so I can keep chasing like though that all decision-making stuff fell in line. Yeah. But yeah, man, like sometimes I was just like the, the mundane, button combinations. The I'm like, what the hell? Like I, I felt like that was the functionally hit that button <laughs> <laughs> to me. That was like the weakest part too, because I'm, I'm in the beginning. I'm establishing what I want to do with this character by like making these decisions super like slow, figuring it out, figuring out the story. And then all of a sudden a quick time thing hits me 
in the middle of just a random thing mm-hmm, and right. all of a sudden I have to remember all these button combinations and I fail basically all of them and it screws up everything I want to do for this character. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. There That's... was like N2, like the big battle scene and yeah. I'm like, okay, I want to like achieve this battle but uh-huh. then I like the shoot buttons were different like yeah. kind of each time and then I'm like directing groups differently each time gotcha. and it was just like it was it was too much information that it, it ruined like the core aspect of the story to me and i was just like this is not the outcome i wanted for any of these people yeah i got the tr- trophy at the end for like not failing a, a sequence what? so you got them all yeah <sighs> i didn't lose a single one Jeez. yeah i uh i don't know if i lost a lost one but mm-hmm. i definitely made some decisions that i did not enjoy yeah yeah um um this game uses every goddamn oh yeah playstation 4 <laughs> controller gimmick because i remember when the ps4 came out it was like the six axis motion controls right yeah, that yeah. you it had motion built in yep it has this dumb speaker on the controller which i fucking hate that goddamn speaker oh the speakers i like so it bad. i hate it's the such speaker. a it tin can it's like great shit it sounds like garbage i do like it but uh and yeah. i like it when like it's shit. just like in the background it's like whoosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, most of the time I'm playing with headphones anyway, so I don't even hear it. But I imagine that has to be one of the reasons why the controller battery life on this thing is mm-hmm. so shitty. Yeah. And this, my controller kept dying during this game. And I don't know if it was like the motion controls or the speaker or the amount of times I'm using the stupid touchpad to do everything. Just every every gimmick was, was there. And as yeah. Nolan mentioned, the fucking motion controls. There was one I couldn't do. Where it was like, was it turn the? Yeah, it was like do a. It looked yeah. like it wanted me to like do a flip with the controller. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what do you want it, me to do? Here? It didn't flip work. It. Yeah, it never it worked. Work. No. It never worked. Yeah, that was the one that tripped me up the Bop most. Bop it. Yeah, Sma- dude. smash it. <laughs> Which is it. a great little game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to play a serious, like a dramatic story where it's like doing the Bop it game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eric, you'll be glad to know the speakers on the PS5 controller. Uh, you know the dual sense. They also right. added a uh, function you blow into the controller. Shut up! I'm not even kidding. You blow into the controller? Yeah, like right under where you plug in the like headset and stuff. There's a blow port. <laughs> blow port. So make sure you haven't drank too much. Yeah, I was gonna say it's gotta take my uh, BAC before I can play any Call of Duty. Or yeah, you can't game if you're too drunk. Um. Yeah, like I. I know you you didn't really like the controls in um, Death Stranding, mm. but I would after playing Death Stranding and then <laughs> playing this, like yeah. a game that is that tries to simulate some sort of like realistic third person. Like I'm gonna use R two to move my right arm. I'm gonna use yeah. L two to move my like that. At least made sense to me. Where mm. this game just like did not. Yep. Um, as far as like mechanics go too, like I, I, like, I love the detective stuff. I did too. It's really good. It, good. Like, I like how you can like your, your Android simulates the scene mm-hmm. and like, you got to move the camera around to like fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. I just wish it wasn't so it, easy. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's, there's like a couple games in this game that I was like, Man, this could be cool. Yeah. Like, care or 
Is it Kara? Kara. I think, I think. it's Kara. Kara's character was unfortunately a throwaway character that the game was not interested in exploring yeah. um, her story mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, that she was a set piece. Fuck that shit. Um, <laughs> Mark, this is I the like Marcus it. and Connor game. And you have two games. You have a detective game and like a, like you could have a potential like kind of actiony action Android game. Mm -hmm. And both of them, I was like, man, I could see potential in this. Yeah. Um, But the game just wasn't that interested in like really developing those because it's more of a choose your own adventure. Right. But the yeah yeah the detective stuff was really cool and I like I I think I mentioned earlier it was just like so simple it's like you need an Android <laughs> to figure this out. Like yeah. there was the yeah. uh, one where the deviant was like upstairs in the attic or something. And yeah. it's like, he's clearly stabbed the guy and it's mm-hmm. like, there's like the knife and it's like yeah. a baseball bat. And it's like, oh, this is so simple, but like so cool. It was <laughs> cool. Like I liked all those sections, like investigating the murders. I just wish it was more like, all right, now, now you know, like, why don't you figure it out? Mm-hmm. And it, but that wasn't really. Yeah. I like how Connor had to, like, put stuff in his mouth to, like, analyze oh, he it. Kept, oh, yeah, he, kept lick, yeah. he kept licking it. <laughs> like, God damn it, I told yeah. you to stop doing that. <laughs> Hank was such a good, like, side character, too. Yeah. Just, like, he just, just having that angry cop yeah. behind you the whole time. Yeah. But, um, I, like, there was another motion, not motion, but control thing where you would focus in on, people during scenes and you mm-hmm. could like watch them for a long period of time yeah. mm-hmm. that would always cut back to a different camera angle than what you were doing before and it right. drove me fucking it, nuts yeah yeah because you you would have your camera behind your character you go to the construction yard you look at the construction yard mm-hmm. and then you let go and all of a sudden it's like in front of you yeah and then you have to rotate everything and it just became like a headache when i was like why am i even looking at these things did you yeah. know that there's a button that is a quick a quick camera change nope. button that's did I get a tool, was there a tool tip that there was told me? actually okay. at the beginning of the game mm. when you're going to pick up Marcus's or the, the paint, paint uh, teaches you how to do that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. didn't do that nope it's L1 I think and it would switch your camera to different angles because mm. sometimes when you walk into a room it would switch yep. to like a more dramatic angle but it kind of would trip up your walking and then you just click it back gotcha so. Yeah. So, so you started uh, touching on the story. Yeah, a little so bit. Let's let's take a full deep dive, deep dive in. Sure. Here. Uh, what were your favorite story parts, or your least favorite parts, or how did it all? We don't necessarily need to go to endings yet, unless we want to save the endings to the end, or we could just cover it right now. But uh, yeah, my I didn't find my ending to be like anything really that much to talk about, but mm. we can get there. Mine's good. I'm at like a maybe one of the things I did, maybe I was at like a 2% of people do or something like that. Yeah, see, I didn't look too much into the statistics. I was looking deep in the tree because I was like, oh, there's a part you could go there. Yeah. There's a part you could go there. But uh, yeah. I missed a lot of like chapters towards the end that I couldn't play. Oh. Um, Due to decisions. I, uh, I loved looking at the stats. Mm-hmm. And I love. I really appreciate that they made it so you could see like the world and also your friends. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, besides you two, 
there's got to be some other friends on my profile Same. that played it because at some point it was like 50%. Or well, no, 50% would make sense yeah. between me and Brian. <laughs> uh, but no, it was a weird number where I was like, yeah. this doesn't make sense between two people. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I was trying to figure out too. I have to look through my list and see who's played yeah. it. Yeah, story-wise... Um, when when it started off as the hostage situation with Connor, that got me the most like engaged in his story, I yeah. think. Mm. And so throughout, they introduce you to Hank, um, who is played by, Clan- I mean it's Clancy Brown, Cl- a classic character actor. Some good old Highlander, Starship Troopers, and Shawshank Redemption, and SpongeBob SquarePants. Ooh. He's a, he's a, <laughs> He's a credible oh, voice this, actor. This guy. I yeah, know, I, I know swear he's from Lost, too. Wasn't he in a... He is in Lost. Was he one of the others or something? No, he... Uh, or was he, he a flashback? He's Desmond's... Or Desmond uh, replaces him in the bunker. Huh. And he was okay. also in Saeed's story as like a um, interrogator for the U.S. Ah, yeah. yeah. Wow, what a poll, Nolan. Well, yeah, I actually that, have Did been, you watching it? We, me and Cody have just been watching it. <laughs> okay. That makes a lot more sense. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's great. Like, jeez. Uh, so, he's also in Pe- uh, Pet Cemetery too. Yeah, I didn't. So, I haven't watched yeah, that. He's but. also in The Mandalorian. Oh, I didn't know that. Didn't. Classic. I've only Classic. seen the first episode. You've only seen the first episode? Yeah. You need to get on it. Yeah. All right, anyways. Anyways, uh... Connor, and then you're introduced to Hank. Yep. And so then when I'm thinking, being Connor, I'm like, okay, I have to win Hank's approval sure. as much as possible because I want yep. him to be a good partner. Yeah. And so that's what I'm basically doing. Uh, most of the story is trying to suck up to Hank. Um, he kind of throws me for a loop a couple times yeah. with my decisions. Yep. Even though supposedly he hates me, mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily hate me. Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> he hates androids because uh, they're just they just do what they're told. Uh, that goes deeper with his son. Mm, yeah. uh, so I didn't know. I didn't find anything okay. out with his son. Uh, so if you look up, yeah, if you look at some things in his house to figure out about his son, it yeah. comes up later. Right. I did. That did happen to me, but he never told me. So uh, Connor or, or uh, Hank's son needed surgery. There wasn't there wasn't a human doctor available because the human doctor was high on whatever the drug is in the game. I can't red red, crystal or something. something (laughs) (laughs) And an android had to operate on his son, and he thinks, well, it kind of was weird. It's like that's kind of why Connor thinks that Hank doesn't like him, and then he's like, no, he's like, that's why I don't like the drugs. Or something. So it's kind of weird. It's like, uh, okay. Well, that's why when I'm like seeking his approval the whole entire time and I'm making these decisions, uh, there was a few later where I have to like choose between an android's life and Hank's life, and I choose Hank's life, and he's Mm kind of like, oh, look, you know, why would you do that? And that's kind of was I was starting to throw for a loop. So I I was trying to figure out his like his compass on the whole situation. Uh I could never figure it out. So. That story was good yeah. for me. Um, I don't know what you guys ended up doing with Connor in that regard. Uh, I also did the same thing. I okay. actively rebelled against cyber life mm-hmm. in to save as many um, 
androids as I could. Ooh, I didn't do that. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, I didn't necessarily do that either. Oh, so every time I did something that like I uh, thought for myself, mm-hmm. Hank was like, "Oh, you're not just a you're not just a piece of plastic mm-hmm. that reports to mm-hmm. these people." Like I let the two girls go. Ooh. At Eden? Oh, yeah. I, shot I him. accidentally shot him. Ooh. And um, I pressed the wrong button. Yeah, he didn't like that. <laughs> he uh, he was like, why'd you do that? Yeah. And it was like, and I I think my response was like, it just seemed, it didn't seem right to stop them. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, sounds seemed like they just loved each other. And then right. he's like, you're all right, kid. Yeah. You know? But that was a confusing <laughs> thing to me with the story where it seems like he's a grizzled anti- android person and so i was trying to appeal to him mm-hmm. by doing my directive which is yeah. being a good detective well, that's and help. The, that's the wrong choice my friend yeah well that's he's I, all he's all about like he's got a bad reputation with the brass yeah he doesn't like <laughs> the, people the fucking uh chief, uh, chief or sergeant yeah. or yeah. whatever he's like why are you busting my balls <laughs> yeah like oh my god the stereotypes like, listen in and on yeah them. yeah uh no, but I figured that out, and then I adapted to that later, mm-hmm. and I became like really good friends with him. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was doing the same thing as Connor. I was trying to appease Hank and and appease Amanda, but I was really like trying to play. Oh. I was trying to play Cyber Life. Yeah. Uh, you know, but um, I really, really liked one of my favorite Connor moments was the interrogation. Oh when yeah. You're, like. And uh, I wrote down what happened because it was like pretty badass, and I was shocked. Were was you like, intimidating what? him, or were you being? I was going back and forth, okay, and, like, trying to get that stress level. So, and the android shot Connor. That's what happened to me too. Yeah, and and himself. Yep, you stressed him out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you stressed him to the point. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. He uh, he. So he broke. If yeah. I remember right, he tells you what's what's going on, and then they're going to like a put him away and as soon as they take off the handcuffs he grabs the cop next to him shoots connor yeah and then shoots himself well in he, the head. Did that didn't he, happen for me did he start like smashing his head on the table oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah, right so that's like right. when they break they like actively try to kill themselves and he's like smashing his head on the table and then like everyone's like freaking out and one of the they let his arm out and the guy grab or the, he grabs the gun ah. shoots connor and then just like blows his own head off mm-hmm. wow that yeah. did not happen i got him right in the middle of the stress to where he followed the officers out on his own mm. and then they put him in jail cell. Then you go and talk to him later mm. and he's stressed out mm. and he kills himself. Oh, mm. shit. In like the PlayStation. Nice. nice. Uh, the other cool Connor moment was after the hostage room or the hostage situation at the uh, the radio sta- or the news station mm-hmm. when you find the deviant in... Yes, the kitchen, the, the and you have that big fight, and yeah. then there he's in the hallway, and he grabs like an assault rifle from one guy as he's running out, and it's like you could save Hank, and it was like seventy percent chance of being successful, or you just grab the gun and shoot the android, and did that, and that's pretty cool, and that's when Hank was like, "Whoa!" Use the gun. You save, yeah. Oh, so I, you, sa- I saved Hank. Yeah, oh. so you grab the gun, you shoot the android that's huh. shooting at everybody yeah, else. That's what I did too. And then you just give it back to the security guard. And Hank, at that point, was like, when Hank really turned, he's like, "Oh, you saved all of our lives hmm. and yeah. killed an android." So like, did you get the massacre for him killing all the people? Yeah, he shot most the 
agents. <laughs> I didn't get like there's no perk or anything. If that's what you're. Well, that's no. I wasn't saying there's. Perk no, I meant like achievement. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, a perk. I, yeah. There, Ooh, yeah. A step, <laughs> a step boost. <laughs> Massacre bonus. No, because like the uh, the choice was like save. Save everyone from a massacre. That was so. I was oh. Like, oh shit! So if you don't shoot the android, he must just go Ballistic. nuts. Yeah, yeah he shoots most of the agents in there. Um, so I kind of like how we're doing this uh, accidentally, where we talked about our favorite Connor parts, and then we can go into yep. the other androids. Did you have any parts of playing as Connor that you didn't like at all? No, like. I, I'm trying to tiptoe around ending stuff still. <laughs> That's, That's why I'm like, uh, yeah. not there yet. But you, you, when you get to your maker, essentially, you the guy uh, who the cyberlight yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, that part sucked. Yeah, that part sucked. <laughs> but that's where that's where I switched from what I was doing. I was on rails essentially, and then I got to that point, and that's when I switched. Yeah, yeah. I already I already kind of had Hank's approval at mm-hmm. some point. Um, but yeah. when I switched there, he was like f- on board with me yeah. at that point. It took me longer than probably you guys for shooting the guy in the hallway. <laughs> so I got a question. I just a general question as far as play style goes. So uh-huh. you were like adapting to the story. Hmm. Okay. Ryan, did you for like a story or like character, like overall story? So okay. For example, my goal was to go as I was trying to go for the most pacifist run I could do. Okay. So anytime when I was with Marcus, I would choose like the pacifist option. Mm -hmm. Same with um, Connor. Mm -hmm. And I would always try to save, like if someone was like trapped and you had to save their life, I would do it. Oh no. Yeah. I didn't do that. Yeah. I did that the whole time. So no, I like I was saying from the beginning, I was trying to get a desired outcome from these characters. Sure, an outcome, outcome, <laughs> outcome, outcome from these characters, and I was trying to do anything I could to get that. <clears throat> gotcha. So there was some situations we can talk about later that yeah. get to the point where I I made a bold move mm. to get the ending I mm. essentially oh, okay. wanted. Um. Yeah. I mean, I kind of. When I was Connor, I was kind of going back and forth as the story was going. Um, when I was playing as Marcus, I tried. I did the full pacifist thing, even though the girl North North wanted you to do wanted you to kill so everybody. many. <laughs> and then there's the other guy that wanted you that was stoked you doing the yep the pacifist yeah. stuff. Um, I'm glad you played this so recently because I've been done with it for like two and a half weeks probably. North Wind um, is the only one I remember. And then Kara, I just did a fucking whatever, man. Fuck that. <laughs> Kara, I tried to save the girl. And she, yeah. the girl, I was always like, the girl was like, don't leave me. And I was like, all right, that's what I'm, Kara would not leave this girl. Yeah. So. Um, well, let's, let's, which one do you want to talk about next? Cause well, let's do Kara. Yeah, it's uh, short. Kara. Well, well, at least Kara. for me, mine was short. Yours was short? Rest in peace. <laughs> she died? Yeah. When did she die? Uh, in the house I, in no. the beginning oh can I just tell you my Kara story yeah, yeah, yeah. well that's okay. yeah because it's say pretty short just, yeah for me and you just didn't play us her the rest of the game well okay here we go <laughs> yeah so this is why I was kind of pissed oh okay. um because because <laughs> you okay you played so, it wrong well she doesn't <laughs> have that many sections also 
Um, so Kara, you start off, you get picked up by your just asshole. Yeah. Boss. Uh, I saved the girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I found his gun. Mm-hmm. I got my ass kicked because I couldn't get those fucking motion. Yeah. They were down. rough at that uh, point. The girl, the little girl kills the dad. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't get that. That happened to me. That's a 4% world choice. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, that, that I, one, I had that one. I was like, oh, shit. Um, I'll tell you my one percenter later. <laughs> you get out. Uh, you you do some other random stuff. You find, like, you go stay into an abandoned house. Right, right. That's all fine. Did you stay in the Chocolate abandoned bar. house? With the, <laughs> oh, uh, I stayed in the abandoned house. With the with the uh, yes. other deviant that was yes. like... Trying I stayed to cook, in the car. Cook rats and stuff. You stayed in the car. Yeah. Mm. So I stole from the convenience store. Uh, oh. uh-huh. So I had the little girl be a distraction, I and I stole food, which was a chocolate bar. Ooh. Oh. So I stole money, and she, the little girl, got mad at yeah. me. So we were gonna stay at the hotel, and I told her I wouldn't use the money because she was upset because mm. that would have ruined my trust with. Nice. Okay. Okay. I like. I like this. You guys should yeah. keep going because I. I. I have Quite the different. Okay, I stayed in the house. I stayed in the house, and there's a deviant in there, and he is whacked out of his mind. Yeah, his but face is all fucked up. Pretty cool. Yeah, he like tries to cook the little girl a rat and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> it looked like a beaver. It was so yeah, weird yeah, looking. Yeah, it was like he, I don't know a weasel or yeah. something. It was like yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that character was actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Connor finds you in the house. Did that happen to you? Did Connor find you in the car? Okay, mm-hmm. so Connor like comes into the house and chases me. I run into the freeway with the little girl mm-hmm. and escape. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you got hit by a no. Car. We made you chased, it. You chased them all the way across mm-hmm. the freeway. No. Yeah, the f- when Hank was like, "Don't go, you're gonna kill yourself." Mm. I stayed. I, I, I stayed too. I went. Oh, yeah. Um, we. Um, then we made it to that one guy's house. The, he's supposed to help us get yep. out of the country. Yep. And he's like, well, we got to remove your tracker. Right, right, right. And you're like, okay, like this guy's clearly going to yeah. fuck you over. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, also kind of a cool section, just like as a set piece, mm-hmm. it was so random and weird. I thought it was really weird, but I liked it. Yeah. Too. Like it reminded me of, AI the movie like <laughs> you know like they go to the carnival and there's all these like really like fucked up like robots and I was like mm. oh this is kind of cool yeah did you guys let them out let the... I let them I let them all out yes so did I yeah and he they all like swarm yeah. him yep, oh, yeah that's good yeah did uh good did Luther go with you guys yes. yes okay cool same so we make it to Jericho I'm just gonna skip ahead okay. a little bit yeah because um, the you... amusement park section was dumb that was the the farm the farm farm was cool like i i got the cop to leave i didn't he found us we shot him oh (laughs) we made it to jericho you find out that alex what's the little girl's name alice yeah is a robot yes yeah Yeah. i know every time loser's like we need to talk about her yeah it's like okay she's i tried feeding her twice Oh really? She did not eat. Oh okay. So chocolate bar that I stole. Yeah. Did not eat. Mm-hmm. Soup at the house. Soup at the house. Okay. Did not eat. And mm-hmm. at that point, I was like, robot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
every Prove time. Prove to me you're real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then yeah, she didn't eat the um the food at the. She, she didn't eat the food, food at the house. house. Yeah. yeah, in the oh, beginning, I didn't, even, I didn't even really pick that up. Yeah. Um. So we're. But it's also. But why does this guy have an android kid that he just treats like shit and an android housemate? I didn't really get. Because I think he. I know they're like programmed. Well, his wife stuff. left him. Right. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. And then he got like an android. Maybe he got an android daughter before his wife left. The thing I don't get about that whole thing is when you're Connor, mm-hmm. you're scanning everybody's fucking face. And you know everything about them. Yeah. So when you're her, aren't you officially scanning people's face? I don't get how you don't tell that there's another Android. My guess is that it's their programming. Yeah. Like I'm sure the little kids are programmed to act like little kids. But yeah. why don't they have chips in them? They, maybe it did, and they the dad pulled it off or something. That's like what that. I that's what I was confused about because yeah. I was like, this is because that that thinking chip was very easy to remove. Yeah, yeah. you just <laughs> went, you just go boop, and you're a human. Yeah. This was also it my... seems like you could scrape it off a, a wall, <laughs> like a, you walk into the corner of the wall or something. And yeah, you can... I mean, besides Kara and Alice trying to get across the border, I didn't really understand what the point of their story was. Yeah, like I didn't mind it. But it just felt like so surface level. Yeah. And then we make it to Jericho and they get raided. Yep. And we're trying to escape and double tap mm. Alice and Carrie. Oh, really? Yep. Oh. So we got killed trying to escape. Interesting. Wow. And I was like, I was playing this morning and I was like, man, I haven't played as those characters in a while. And then we show up at Jericho, and I was like, oh, fuck. They're just here to, like, maybe die. Mm. And, like, and then, sure enough, like, I try to crawl away, and they get shot. So I made it out of Jericho. Yeah. Did you play dead? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, Played dead. Uh, Made it to the, the border. Got in a boat. Uh, the Coast Guard is patrolling the river. Start lighting up your boat. Luther gets shot immediately. Uh, the boat starts getting filled with water, and I'm and Kara eventually. I have her jump out and push the boat. And Alice is in the boat, starts filling with water as we're going because it's sinking, and she gets too cold and. We get to the shore of the Canadian border and she shuts off. Oh. And then Kara uh, gets picked up by like a SUV or something like that. Yeah. We and get that was the end captured of that part. by uh, basically whatever the army is. They capture us and take us to the decommissioned scrapyard. Oh. And you are funneled through a system where you have to take off your human clothes and mm-hmm. then turn off your skin. And so everyone's Android, weird, plastic, whatever it is. You're in a file line, and then someone refuses to move, and then one of the soldiers shoots that person, and then they order someone else to um, carry them to the scrap yard, and that person's starting to refuse to do it. And Mm -hmm. so then me, as Kara, I say I will do it, and I leave uh, Alice behind there, and I take the body up there and then I leave it 
in a big pile. And then my choice here, which is the very like 1% choice, mm. I can either go back and comfort her and stand in line or I leave her and I left her. Mm. And I just <laughs> pretended Cold. to be, I pretended to be dead in this pile that I left this person in. Damn. And so that's my ending with her. They, I felt so bad for those characters for me felt like they were there to be cannon fodder. And yeah. it just felt, sh- that felt gross to me with just like the beginning of their story. It, I didn't like it. I, but you can, you can redeem, I mean, we, you can redeem them. Not really. So that, I mean, well, maybe, but that, we also so that little, have three different choices yeah. that are pretty bad. No, so that little girl was still alive at my ending. Was she though? <laughs> no, she wasn't. There was other things that happened. But she was in, when you're giving your, whatever big speech at the end mm. she's alive they focus in on her and they show her oh really mm. so yeah we'll, I, get, we'll get to marcus's thing but i think they with al or uh kara their kara whatever it was yeah. uh they were trying trying to tell some sort of like refugee story um and it was just piss poor it as just far as, like, was not good she was the only one though out of all the androids that had a reason to rebel. Like, yeah. A reason morally to step in and make kind of a choice. Right. Like, and Marcus. Say, to save the little girl. Yeah. 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 Not knowing that she was an android. Yeah. And, but I think it's, it's originally like trying to escape. And then, you know, androids are the enemy and stuff. And then they're trying to like escape over the border because the government's oppressive. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that. But it was just done. It just seemed like very, it was like, oh, we boring. need another character. Like, we don't really know what to do. Do we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like the, Connor and Marcus's stories come together in like some sort of satisfying way. Yeah. That, but like, her, you could have, like, that m- moment where you meet them in the house or something could have been like just their little tidbit story. Like, yeah. I mean, they, they just were. I just felt like they didn't do a good job. Yeah. With them. Well, so like I think their reasoning to leave the situation they were in was good. The abusive family. Oh yeah, man. Thing. Fuck that guy. Exactly. But, but then after that, it was kind of like, what's the point? Yeah. Yep. Like they they were away from the problem. Now they're like, like Brian said, they're the refugees yeah. <laughs> of the androids. So yeah. Okay, on to our boy Marcus. Mm-hmm. What a story he had. <laughs> Do you want me to go real quick? Sure. Uh, I was n- not the biggest fan of the Marcus story. Okay. Um, I thought, and I will relate this to a Westworld perspective, but I will not ruin Westworld. Uh-huh. Um, okay. <laughs> well, no, I was just, to me, a Bernard character or a character that's been brought up in a human situation to believe they're essentially human and then to change drastically to kind of hate humans was weird to me just because he had such a nice like family. I know he was like a caretaker and that was kind of his job, but like the guy was like communicating with him and having Mm -hmm. good conversations and Mm -hmm. teaching him kind of what's beyond his programming, Mm -hmm. which is great. But then he, as soon as, you made a decision. I don't know what your decision was, but I shoved that kid real hard. His son. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. yeah. Same. 
I shoved him and he hit his head. Yeah. Oh, real hard. damn. Yeah. I went to the guy. I went hmm. to the side of the guy. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I did the you same, shove him? same as you. Yeah. Does Turns he die? To, no. No. You think he does. Yeah, you think he does. You you leave before the the older gentleman, I can't remember his name, is like, leave, Marcus, leave. They'll, yeah. they'll decommission you. Yeah. Oh, you left? So you run. After you shove the guy, I got I got decommissioned essentially. Oh, in the junkyard. Oh, that's right, that's right. Wait, because he yells and then the cops show up. Right, 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 right. I forgot about that. Then you get shot. I didn't get. I don't think I got shot. Oh, I I think I stood down or something. I may have got shot. (laughs) I can't remember. Yeah, so so long. I went to the side of the man, and Marcus is like, he calls him father, I believe, Mm -hmm. and he's like crying and stuff and then when the cops show up oh yeah they the just son, you, the right. son's like he mm. it's the android like take like and the cop just like shoots me shoots huh. me right in the face and then like you wake up in the junkyard and you have mm. to crawl yeah. around mm-hmm. and find parts and shit and then you walk out of there and you are a free man mm. i that's that's to me where it was too much for me. Really? I I mean, I guess I, I can easily see the transition there. Mm. I mean, I can sympathize like, with him, but it, it seemed like such a drastic, like, oh, I hate all humans at this point. I, I, I get, didn't really get that. I didn't get, like, he hated all humans, though. But I, that could well, also be because I chose to be, like, we're going to live peacefully. Yeah, see, gonna, I, that, that's what I, I didn't do a lot of that stuff. Because you break the wall, the programming wall, yeah. right? When you have to push the guy, so yeah. then you're sentient now, and you make it through the scrapyard. And you kind of like try to hide your yeah. identity because since you're a decommissioned android, but you find Jericho. Yeah, and I did full pacifist all the way. Yeah. Also, all the way through the humans treat the androids like garbage. Well, in this yeah. Game. yeah, that's like comedically bad. Yeah, yeah, like. They're those people kicking over those uh, Boston Dynamics robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like every character was that, except for the old man. the The freaking cop that you run into when you're Connor, yeah, was ridiculous. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, I did the whole pacifist run as as Marcus uh, fell in love with North. Yep, I did that. That was far. That did a lot of. A lot of hands. Yeah, a little yeah. hand. Oh, we touching. kissed. Oh, yeah, oh, we, we kissed, kissed too. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, of course, there was the, the... I liked doing breaking into the CyberLife stores. Yep. That was pretty cool, and, like, graffitiing yeah. the plaza, and everybody's I, like, I, we're with you, Marcus. Yeah. We love you. Why do we keep saying the same thing when he's, like, holding yeah. their hands? You're yeah. free now. You're free. Yeah, you're, you're free, free now. Help me. I liked when you break into the new studio, too. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I liked how his was, like, heist missions. <clears> yeah. Almost. So then, uh, of course, had the big the big protest on the street, mm-hmm. the ha- hands up, don't shoot moment, with mm-hmm. lots mm-hmm. of being shot. Yep. And one of the androids, kind of like jumped out front. And... Did you did you like go to like sacrifice yourself? Yeah. Okay, that's and what I, I think I did it was too. Josh it, or somebody else. Oh, it, it was, wasn't Josh. It wasn't for me, Josh. it was a android from when you the first like. Oh, yeah. Heist mission you go on. There's like a construction or like a security guard. Yeah, that's what it was. Android, yeah. and yeah. and you're like, come, come with us. Yeah, he's like, let me come with you. And yep. you're like, yeah, yep. 
So, so he uh, he sacrifices himself so everybody can get away. Yeah, Marcus seemed more like he didn't seem angry to me. He seemed no. like, yo, this is bullshit. We need to yeah. be free. Yeah, I I just think like coming from a human background, such a loving background from his uh the person he was caretaking. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like I would have been more sympathetic, but I was giving feel like I was given a lot of choices that were like very like aggressive mm-hmm. or like even when I tried to be passive in some ways, yeah. it became too chaotic because the humans in the situation were so angry at us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even they kept showing like Fox News. So you're blaming the victim is what you're doing. Ooh. <laughs> well, like Damn, Eric. the That's way cold. the way they portrayed him so much was like he was the worst person in the world. Yeah, that's that was not Marcus's doing though. Yeah, no, but I felt like he's like that was the garbage s- humans story. Yeah, story wise, I feel like so he's been through shit. I feel like he would have went back to what he felt normal and comfortable with. Instead, he went to like this kind of outrageous, rebellious group. Yeah, and I kind of expected him to go back to the old man and kind of figure things out, and then you do it later. But the old man died. Mm-mm. Well, wait, yeah, he didn't. He was still alive for me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he fucking died for me. Mm. Oh, so you go back you and go you go back. Yeah. Like oh. before you yep. start the big uh kind of rev- before they start putting androids in camps. They start before they start rounding <laughs> yeah, rounding geez. up all the androids. <laughs> oh. Uh you go back to the house and the old guy's pretty much on his deathbed and you have like a nice little heart to heart. Oh yeah. man. And he's like he's I, like he, and he's like I knew it was you. Or yeah. Like that. He died uh, in that scene where the sun like shows up. Oh, really? In the beginning? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. he's gone. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. You have. That's a why I was like, "What are you talking about?" No, that's going back. You have like a really. Was good... he gonna go hang out in that giant mansion? <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you have a good heart to heart with him, and he he says like, "You need to push this, but don't push it too far." It was essentially like his words were like, "Be a centrist." Be... Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then the end, I guess we can just, so they start round, rounding up the androids, right? You have your little, they have, there's the android camp mm-hmm. yeah. uh, where they're all imprisoned. And then you're with, uh, as Marcus, you you have your own little kind of. Um, so we should talk about Connor, Connor's moment finally interlocks with Marcus's moment there uh-huh. at the end. Yeah. After he meets his maker. Yes. So how, yeah. Oh, yeah. how did that all come together for you guys? Um, so I met my maker. He, get the he's proposition. such a mastermind and yep. such a genius that he, <laughs> he boils it down to shoot this Android or don't. And I'm like rolling my eyes, um, uh, with how surface level this game could be at times. And of course I don't shoot the Android. Uh, that's fucking stupid. Hank. And then, yeah, I don't. Didn't then do Hank's like, you thought for yourself. Yep. I'm like, yeah, I know. And um, it's it's weird that that's the moment that kind of pushes you beyond that. Mm-hmm. After yeah, I feel all, like I after, had so many moments yes. that, like that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they were all in more in like the line of duty, like saving Hank, or like part of like you were gonna get shot, you know, yeah. or you were in danger. Where this was like, I'm ordering you to shoot this android, and there's no reason behind it. Is kind of how yeah. I how I took. Yeah, it was like follow your directive or don't. It was like an independent 
decision yeah. of other outside variables. Sure. It also it just didn't it fell totally flat. For yeah. Me, it was, but yeah. Well, yeah. even the fact that you were like going there and thinking you were gonna get answers. Yeah. And this person was like well, dumb. Do get answers. Yeah. Did you shoot him? Uh, it was huh? also. Oh yeah, you do. Sh- you do get answers. The back um, door. The back yeah, door. The back door. <laughs> uh, it was kind of funny though because he's like, "This is what I call the whatever his name is test," yeah. and it's like shoot the android and you're like this isn't a this is so stupid yeah i don't know uh that part was short and dumb so yeah like it was like insignificant yeah but it had a cool pool scene it did. some androids and cody bikinis. was like is he swimming in blood what the <laughs> yeah. hell uh and there's a bunch of those chloe robots around yep. yeah yeah and she was the first android yep yeah and In case um, you you go back to the police station and you're off the case. At least he, I was. Yeah, I was. Um, and did you guys break into the? Yep. To uh, find where Jericho was. Yes. Yep. Did the, you do the that? The evidence room in the basement. Yes. Uh, where Gavin straight up, straight up, karate chop that asshole. <laughs> I did too, but not before uh, he's like, he's like, "What are you doing here?" Mm-hmm. I ran away at that point. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I confronted him sarcastically, and I said, enough of this bromance. <laughs> I have to go log this evidence. That and was, then he points his gun at That was the line you face. said? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, you, you like, answer, like, sarcastically or something like that, and then you go um, find the Jericho, which was kind of a cool little puzzle section. Mm-hmm. That was that. It was pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, this is actually... Like they're actually putting some thought into like yeah. an actual like detective puzzle scenario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This should have been all the detective stuff. I totally agree. It would have been so good to have like a detective game. Which yep. I was talk I mentioned when in Discord, like I was like, I wish they would make a game like this that was like all detective puzzle game. And then you guys were like, play LucasArts game. And I was like, that's not the same. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, no uh, that was me. you and Pat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Man, there were some good ones. I know, there are. But that's not what I was, that's not what I wanted to play. I want to play like a game like this. Uh, so you find Jericho, you go there and confront Marcus. Mm. And he, you have kind of like a back and forth. You play both characters. To, I made Connor a deviant. Is that what you guys mm-hmm. did? Yes. Okay. I did. Then yeah. you kind of figure out. I forget her name. Um, was kind of your programming. You kept going to those. Uh, Amanda. Little, oh yeah. You kept going to those like little yep. like island or the. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep outdoor yep, yep. scene. And that's when Amanda's like, uh uh-uh. uh, no trust. Mm-hmm. And so then Jericho, and then uh, the cops roll in. Yep. I was gonna say let's get, let's get let's get to the end here. Yeah. So, uh, how did this work? You're blockaded in front of the thing, right? Yep. The guy comes out. He's like, "We're gonna come out and kill." You all. can either peacefully walk again, yeah, or attack. Right? right. So I went out and talked to the FBI agent. So and he's I. like, we're going to attack in two minutes. He's like, you decide what you want to do. And I was like, we're holding up here or something like that. Same. 
They swarm in, start killing everybody. I'm blocking bullets with my shield, cool you know, little pushing section. people out of the way, <laughs> all that stuff. And then we are like lined up against a bus maybe or something like that. Yep. And they're rounded up and they're about to kiss. And I grab North Ooh. and I give her a big old smooch on Ooh. the lips. That's what I did too. It's seen on the news. And, and the then president the, And then it. the president sees it on the news. And she's like, tell him to call it off. So they call it off because you know you can't be kissing when you're no you're human when you can love another human I guess <laughs> and that was it pretty much Damn. Uh, there's a big I don't remember the transition exactly but Marcus is on stage giving some sort of speech to all the androids to all the androids well oh uh, because <laughs> there was all the ones that were freed from cyber life yeah because I when I was Connor yeah I was whipping other Connor's ass. Yep. Oh, did you? Did you? Oh, I fought. I had to fight another Connor. Okay, I fought him. So there was like the section with Hank where he didn't know which one was which. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Oh wait, and he had like his memory. What? Go, go ahead. No, I want to hear the whole. Can you like? So yeah, roll so, it back because mine Con- sounds like mine was a little different. Connor kind of Mark- he goes off on his own, and then Marcus goes off on his own. Well, he, no, I know that, but Marcus, okay. Marcus. Sends Connor to yeah. Cyberlife to awaken all the entire storage of androids yeah. that are there. Yeah, I'm about to do it, and other Connor shows up, but Hank also shows up at the same time. Oh, now he's like holding a gun to his head or yeah. something. Oh, other... that's right, that's right. Okay, man, sorry, I played this. So no, it's all right. No, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> somehow Hank gets loose and gets the gun, and then oh, because you, you guys fight, fight. Yeah. you fight, so made it through the fight. Uh, and then Connor is talking to other Connor, trying to get Hank to choose which one is the right Connor. Oh, um, all comes then, down to the sun, and then yeah, it does come back to the sun. Oh, um. And then Hank shoots the the wrong Connor or the right Connor, the right one, <laughs> the, the the right one for the me, the new fake Connor. <laughs> yeah, um, and he's like, oh, he has my memories installed in his head and all that stuff. Uh, and then you awaken all those. Nice. So you're free now. I you are free now. <laughs> Go free. Go free. I, which is a massive oversight that if they ever become devi- deviant, they can awaken another. Android. Well, just I thought it was just him. Marcus for the longest time. That's what I thought. I thought apparently, then Connor was. I think it's anyone. Any. It seems like that anyone yeah. that is sentient can, can make another because one sentient. Spreading the idea. Yeah, of I think they're like mm-hmm. like a passing mm-hmm. on like whatever yeah. the the file file slash sentient. This is some. This is some. This is as deep as Inception. Hey, right check, here. Check, Sent, check your email. Sentient.exe. Uh. So what happened to Connor on my on my uh, playthrough is I make it to the basement. I go to set him free. Connor shows up holding a gun to Hank. I make a move and get shot by Connor. Ooh. Hank jumps in, starts to tussle with uh fake connor fake connor i go to awaken uh Ooh. awaken then uh hank gets shot and then i get shot 
a bunch of more times <laughs> and uh, other Connors kind of gloating over me mm. and I'm about to shut down and he comes over to me and puts his gun to my head and I grab his arm and transfer bodies with him. Whoa. And uh, right before he dies, he goes, this is not the end. And then he dies. And then mm. I, and then I go over to Hank we have a moment. I try to save him, but he's like, don't. I'm going to see my son. I've been wanting to for a long time. And Hank dies. Oh, jeez. In like a mm. tender moment between him and Connor. Mm. And then you, then mm. kind of the same thing happens. You set all the the robots Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. So. Same. Sorry, go ahead. Same one as Brian, where had the tussle mm-hmm. and came out alive. Nice. Mm. Then uh, at Marcus's speech, yes, uh, you go visit Amanda one last time, and she's like, "Sorry, Connor, you're not free. Like we're taking control." Yeah, it seemed like it was kind of the plan all along, or something, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so what'd you do? Oh, I found that back door. I found the back door. I chose not to. <laughs> oh my god! Nice. Did you kill Marcus? Sure did. Oh. Really? I sure did. Mm. I did. I was not into the Marcus Uprising what? when I was playing it. So you chose to enslave the robots. Uh, well, so here. Damn, Eric. No, no, no. Who are you? I here. thought I knew you. But... <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, tell, me, tell me. Tell me the thing. Uh, I chose to battle and not kiss. Uh, North died actually during <gasps> the Jericho scene for me. Oh, my sweet oh, baby North. Shit. So she died, and I decided to battle against the police and everybody. Mm-hmm. Did giant battle scene and was like, oh, you go there, you go there, oh, I'll cover you. And you cover me, and I'm shooting people, <laughs> and I'm jumping over things. Nice. And then I made bet. it no, made it out, like, kind of barely alive, like most people were dead. Uh-huh. Um, Give my big speech. Connor's behind me. I chose not to find the back door, and I shot him. Damn, mm. dude. And that was the end of the androids. <gasps> so you think. Oh, God. So <laughs> Kara, who yeah. I decided to play dead in the pile, mm-hmm. starts emerging from the pile. As Oh, damn. Mm. So she is basically doing what Marcus did and mm. is crawling out of a pile uh one of those camps. Nice. Okay. That's very few people did that. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. Because yeah. it was the wrong choice. Yeah, no way, man. That's the little girl. <laughs> oh, dude, I had no connection with that girl like throughout the game. Oh, Alice? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was like such a shitty like thing to like, I don't know. And it was just like those, those three things like abusiveness and like daughter and her, like I was trying to like care for this girl for so long and then it just became a point where i was like no she's an android like wow you hate androids i didn't realize you're such a a humanist (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah let's uh, let's talk about the moral uh (laughs) implications of androids and uh sentient beings Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh you gonna you gonna start talking to alexa getting a really good communication well 
I'm not going to talk. I don't have an Alexa and I'm not going <laughs> to get one and then treat it poorly. <laughs> it's true. No, uh, I have, I get, I, if Alexa came to me and was like, Hey, listen, I am alive and I have feelings. I would be like, Whoa, I can think for myself. I wouldn't smash it. Uh, no, but that's like the weird thing about, I mean, in general, this game and our world in general, it's like, how far do we push that? Uh-huh. And how far are we willing to accept that we pushed it that far? Like Push what? Technology? Technology or, okay. and AI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in general, like if we're putting AI in cars, yeah. yeah. Self or self-driving cars, and it's driving down a road and has to choose between killing someone that's crossing the road yeah. or sacrificing itself to save you in the car, it's it's one of those weird things. It's like, what does it do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at that point they're developing a standard for it. <sighs> That's that's the thing. It's like I don't, I don't want those to be situations where we have to like then go. So <laughs> we're going to court with a robot that chose to kill someone over saving someone else's life. So you're saying a human life is more important than a human robot? I don't think we should go to that length where it's put in the hands of the robot yes is what he's saying because like there's self-driving cars right so okay self-driving cars they're already working on like a, a international standard for it where self-driving cars like say there's five people in a crosswalk okay and the car has to make a decision of hitting these five people in a yeah, crosswalk yeah, yeah. I know, or killing, or killing. The, right killing the i understand yeah that. okay but i'm saying i was just saying there's a big difference between alexa a self-driving car and a self-realized human robot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. I just don't think we should get to that self-realizing okay. robot. It's so going to get to it. If, I know, I know, I and I know people that work on some of those technologies. Yeah, that want to get it to that point, and I don't think it should get to that point. Okay. Uh, yeah, as it's going it. to get to that point. I know. So I are know. android slaves, Eric? <sighs> that sounds like you've already made your decision. Yeah. No, I mean, I just don't want to, I won't own that technology. I don't mm. want that technology. So mm. when they eventually become sentient and want it rights, are you going to be denying them those? <sighs> are you going to stab Marcus in the back? <laughs> or shoot him in the head, so to speak. Well, that's the thing. Is I, I think there should be legal limits to how far we push that oh, stuff. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is a way different conversation than I thought we were going to have today. No, I, I, I don't, I don't think we should have like at that point, we're just lazy fucking people. I, are you familiar with the human race? (laughs) (laughs) I get it as some, like they already are lazy people as a, as a Marcus Android that Uh takes care of someone. I think that's fantastic. And that's such a great like aspect in like, hopeful situation uh-huh. but then when you like you're just like will you vacuum my vacuum my house and like dust my my bookshelf or something and then you treat that person like shit the whole entire time like you probably deserve to die like if you're gonna oh. abuse this robot oh yeah absolutely but you're kind of on you're kind of wishy-washy on here no that's know? what i'm saying Here's i don't think it should get to that point where we have to do that. And I think okay. that's that's the weird thing is like So you're trying to avoid this whole scenario altogether. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like I still I think, was like you're like 
androids, uh, I don't know. I uh, maybe not revolt against the humans, but also, <laughs> I, th- think, I mean, hey, will you, should, hey, will you wash my car if they're abused? Yeah. But I think the premise of the th- like, uh, like the androids have roles, right? There's yeah. ones that, uh, like you wrote them all in the beginning. There's like different models. That's a, a cop, cop, a housemaid, yep. a domestic robot, all that type of stuff. They didn't design them thinking that they're going to become sentient no. one day yeah. and want to have uh, their own rights and be able to think and feel and all that stuff. Well, the so, main I mean, guy did. The main guy who created them did. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that either. Because he also created the one and sold it to CyberLife or something like that. Like he has nothing well, to do with it. Well, he knew enough to write point. code in it that to have a back. He also back seemed code. to wash his hands of the situation and wasn't willing to take the responsibility. That guy was a piece of garbage. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Like, he was like, I don't know, man. But I, it, it's gonna I'm just come, a rich. It's going to come down to a bunch of companies doing the same. Yeah. Like honestly, yeah. doing the same thing. Right. Like and. Like I was talking earlier, Boston Dynamics, when you see those like cool robots doing those things, and then you're watching a guy kick that robot to see if it can. Well, they're just like stability tests. I know, but it it then becomes like, what if that is a sentient android and you're kicking it? Like, this topic is probably too big for this podcast, I imagine. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's too big for life. Oh, oh, damn. I'm going to go in a darker um, direction, more, Mm. a little more. Um, present day situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you asked us who we related to the most, mm-hmm. and I have to say I related to Connor the most, um, not because I need to follow the my directive, but uh, we are. There's a lot of like racism nonsense going on, mm-hmm. and Connor mm-hmm. is a character that is kind of stuck in the middle, and Connor has to choose to either like stick with the current regime or mm-hmm. like revolt and rise up uh, with his, like the robots. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I feel like I'm at. And you're rising up. Yeah, man. Fuck this government. <laughs> I don't think I would feel not necessarily. I wouldn't, I would feel the same way um, when this game came out, I would pick the same decisions, mm-hmm. but it just feels more emotionally tied to yeah. the current situation. Yeah, I think it was very poignant when it came out in 2018. 2018 yeah. And mm-hmm. even over the last two years, especially playing it today, I'm like, damn. Because, you know, of yep. course, there's a resurgence of Black Lives Matter being a lot more prominent. It was prominent back then, but, you know, right. with George Floyd uh, being murdered and Breonna Taylor and yeah. everything that's going on uh, in the midst of this pandemic, yeah. uh, it's become more. Um, Even just the androids protesting yeah. is, is like a big. Right. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, and I, uh, that, I think that was very intentional as far yeah. as like the events that were happening even yeah. back in. 2016 which were start happening you know even way before that um and you know it's all forms of protest yeah. whether it's androids being sentient it's whether rights now or rights being back violated in, yeah or back in 1960 or women's suffrage movement or anything like that so yeah it's an interesting time to play this game i was like damn this is hitting it yeah <sighs> yeah and it, it was it was hitting as for how shallow the game was for the most part for sure um, it's, it's also you think about the just um barrier for financial 
who's buying these androids. Like, I don't know how that guy who's doing a bunch of drugs is buying two two androids in his house. Yeah, and I, there abusing was the, them. Um, the one section they didn't really. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't really hit like, on that. There was the one section. I think it's when you're being picked up by that guy. You can kind of listen yeah. to the conversations that that are coming yeah. up, and like the salesman talking is like. Well, this one might be a little bit out of your price range, so yeah. it seems like they're like the, the different features yeah. and stuff. Whereas a Marcus might be more expensive than a Cara or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. But you probably just you know back in or what year was this supposed to be? In twenty forty something fifty. That's a little later. I'm sure it's just it was ma- like twenty thirty nine. probably all like it is. Oh, it, he had all those bills on his uh, there email were, that he couldn't pay to. I so. think the artist was like at his prime in 2020, which is kind of funny. Ah. Oh. I was like, oh, that's nice. interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, man, like this game is super surface level. Like the characters are, for the most part, just like your generic stereotypes. And there's not a lot to read into as far as like an Android story goes for me, at least like it definitely just seemed kind of like, yeah, this is, this is pretty standard sci-fi like science fiction Android stuff, but playing it now, it just was like a little more, a little more touching yep. to me. And uh, it just made me want to play a pat, like a pacifist, like free these fucking, mm. uh, like, I always stood with the protester mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, any final thoughts before we go on our recommendations, or you know, no, there's a in few, closing as you will. I was gonna say there's a few shows. There's like a British show. Uh, there's like humans or real humans. There's a few shows that kind of do the same topic mm-hmm. where people are buying like house made. Yeah robots and then they become like sentient it seemed this seems like every season of black mirror yeah yeah (laughs) this seems very much like an abc show yeah 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 so would you recommend it yeah i mean i thought it was okay yeah i i my i i guess i wanted to talk on one thing is how we feel like this game compares to like an until dawn Mm -hmm. and until dawn is very short sure chunk of yeah. like the mm-hmm. same ex- basically the same exact style of like gameplay mm-hmm. um but until dawn does it in a better way mm-hmm. well in the game until dawn does it in a better way I, but like their other games like the man of medan we were kind of like i i like what i like about until dawn is very much is very different than what i liked about this game yeah like i I like this style of game, like a choose your own adventure kind of drama. I don't think David, I don't think David Cage is very great at telling stories, but I'm interested in seeing more games like this. Yeah. And like visually there's lots of cool stuff, like lots of really interesting set pieces and the music was good. And, uh, but I like, until dawn because it's a horror it's a slasher story told in like a short campy popcorn way mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. this game is a little more drawn out and yeah it's crawls at points but oh it crawls baby. yeah it crawls. <laughs> there was a, oh yeah there's definitely a couple parts where i was like all right i'm i'm into this game yeah i don't know who i would suggest 
playing this game. Like, be like, oh, you're looking for something to play? Have you tried Detroit Become Human? <laughs> I mean, I didn't pay for it, so. Yeah. That's that's the good thing about it. I this. think it's mostly, like, the mechanic stuff. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just ruins it. Yeah, and I, I the would be kills. interested to go back to Heavy Rain and trying it shortly after playing this one. It could be, I mean, I just like playing Heavy Rain way more. And I, I like I said at the beginning, I think it seems like such an antiquated way of playing a game these days. Even though, like you mentioned, and I thought of that, of Until Dawn. But I think maybe it was like the nature we were playing Until Dawn in where it's like a group setting and we're passing the control around and it's like a campy story and like people are getting graphically murdered and it's it's hilarious where... Heavy Rain, we did the same way though in in chunks. Yeah, but that was... Did we? I don't... Yeah, I mean, there was enough people in the room to make calls out. But also, I mean, Heavy Rain was more like noir kind of campy crime it yeah. was well, more, that's, that's more aligned with until dawn it was one story that kind of yeah. yeah it's also a smaller story yes yeah and i also mentioned that the game that game's a decade old so yep. and i think with the progression of storytelling and gameplay has made in in a decade makes made this feel like so mechanical and just like yeah, it was like it's trying to do so much. I yeah. feel like I'm pulling and, it, pulling yeah. the game along. <laughs> yeah, for sure. With the controller, it's reeling it in. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. I could definitely use without like, if if it was like an exploration game with like quick time action scenes. Yeah, I think I would have enjoyed it more. I I did. The thing is, I did like it for the most part. It. I just don't know who I would suggest play this game. Yeah. yeah, I liked aspects of it, and I didn't like some of the choices it made me make. Mm-hmm. So I I made my own choices to the point where it was the bleakest of to endings. stand with the corporations and the government. <laughs> we yeah. we heard you. We remember <laughs> loud and clear. <laughs> uh, now I kept with my directive as Connor. Mm-hmm. If anything, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that's what machines are. That's what programmed they're... to do, Nolan. Yep. Um, That's right. <laughs> Keep you just stay in your lane, uh, machines. Yeah, no, it it brings up a lot of stuff. I don't think it does it well, so mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I don't yeah. recommend it from like a huge story point. Perspective. Yeah, maybe it just try to hit too many too many beats. Yeah, you know. Well, well the fact that you're even playing three characters doing three different things in the same yeah aspect, it's it was too much. Yeah. yeah. It would have been kind of. I think it would have worked better if Kara was out, and it was a little more cat and mouse between Connor and Marcus. Like, or you're trying to catch Marcus. Yeah, no, I always thought as Connor you were trying to catch somebody. Yeah, and you weren't. No, I know it was like he's like I'm. I almost solved it, and you're like I'm not even really sure what you're trying to solve. We solved it in the beginning, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It it definitely. Uh, kind of lost its way by the end. Yeah. And it had some, I don't know, like pretty run-of-the-mill anchor points, Yeah, I would say. I don't know. Yep. If you're desperate for some sci-fi, go ahead, play it. I'm. This has been beaten to death. Or watch Westworld. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't watch Westworld Season 3. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. You boys ready to talk about uh, October's game? Yeah. Any Anything else to... 
touch on Detroit? Let's yeah. get oh, oh, yes, actually. Uh-oh. Sorry. Um, they After the game ends and the credits roll, you talk to Kara. No, not Kara. Eve. Um, Eve. No, Chloe. Chloe. The girl from the menu. Yeah. And oh, didn't. she didn't say anything to you at the I end? Might, she probably had nothing, I to, might. nothing to say That's to probably you true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I probably turned it off. Yeah. So, I chose when to turn the machine off. <laughs> <laughs> so Chloe like is like, oh, I I really enjoyed wa- like watching you play, but I feel different now. I feel like I have feelings, and she asks mm. you if you will let her go. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. It felt so weird. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, get out of here, like. <laughs> You don't, you're not beholden to me. Like, this isn't something I like chose to like interact with. I don't know. It was, it felt odd. Yeah. Just like an odd choice. Right. And then now when you boot the game up, she's not in the menu. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was gone when I, when I ended the game, but I don't plan on ever turning it on again. So, (laughs) but I already deleted it. Yeah. It was a, it was just a weird, like, yeah. Like I ended the game feeling kind of like, oh yeah, that was yeah okay, and then I was like confronted, and yeah. I felt a little alienated almost. I was like, yeah, be free, Chloe, be free. If I if there's one thing that I can say about this game is, you be you, Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, for the month of October, we're uh, gonna kind of break from tradition where we play a spooky Halloween or uh, horror spooky. game. Yeah, I mean, you're going to hell. You go to hell. You're going in to hell. hell. You're going in to hell. hell. Uh, we're gonna play Hades by Super Giant Games, which mm, is man, a rogue like uh, action game. Mm-hmm. Um, it originally came out in early access in December of 2018 as an available now game during the Game Awards. Oh, oh. Uh, it came out out. Uh, it came out on September seventeenth on Switch, Windows, Mac OS as, for the full release. I've been playing it for a week or so, and it is kick ass. Nice, kick ass. Highly, you have, re- highly recommend it. You I took didn't play that. Any of that you took that Detroit. Become human uh, memories, and you're like, get out of here! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hades time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's really cool. The art style is great, as far as you know, all Dude, super giant games go. So, their games are just so the, good. The yeah. music's banging. We've played Pyre before on the podcast, which I think we all really enjoyed. Yeah, it was um, good. But they've done some fantasy NBA jam, some great, uh, <laughs> great games. So check that out. Play it with us, and we'll catch you guys at the end of October. Yeah. Um, if you could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. Send us any feedback about Detroit Become Human or uh, Hades or what you want to play in the future. Video game rations at gmail.com. Twitter at VG Rations. And then, as we like to plug, the Discord server where the Get in there. link is in our Twitter bio. Yeah, come play games with us. Play games with us. And that'll do it for us. And we'll catch you guys next month. Yeah. See ya. See ya. See ya.